Welcome to the Secret Friendship. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's try that again. Mark, take a note. Welcome to co-op mode. Round 116. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. I am one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra from beautiful Savage, Minnesota, who survived a movie theater to watch the Xbox showcase with $10 credit and did not buy the Optimus Prime Convoy Pack popcorn bag from AMC. Joined by Mark, the Canardian Caribbean, who secretly bought a 2022 Transformer. Yes, Enjoy that. <laughs> I wish. I wish my new car was a Transformer. That'd be great. I would I would very much enjoy that. Aside from the battles that that would probably bring to my house, uh, you know, still waiting on insurance to kind of fix some hurricane damage. I can't imagine some Decepticon damage rolling up on, on my joint and being like, we're after that escape in your driveway. We're just going to blow some shit up for a little bit. Uh, it'd be a little bit menacing. But aside you, from you, that, I think it'd be cool to have a big robot best friend from space. Well, you'd get the you get like the Autobot who can't drive. So it's like yourself, even yourself, you know, automated a car. He like he didn't pass his driver's test. So it's not even going to help you, Mark. That would yeah. be my luck. hundred percent. Yeah. And we are joined by a good friend of the show, Mr. Badbit, who has not been on apparently in two years of the co-op mode. It's kind of crazy. It's crazy how I've been. Yeah, I've been on Secret Friends Unite more than this. That is that shouldn't be legal. And nope. if you've been listening to Secret Friends Unite, you're like, I just heard you last week. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know. It's so crazy. Charlie has only trusted certain people that I brought on the show. And it's like once they're in, he's like, they're in. <laughs> so Joe, you should feel blessed. Everybody I else am. is like, they're off the list, Oxtra. They're on the bad list. Charlie has lists, by the way. I love <laughs> Mark it. probably knows I this. <laughs> I haven't been Mark's not on the list. on Secret Friends Unite, so that'll tell you something. <laughs> yeah. I, got, I got brought on Holocron for some reason, so Mark obviously, um, yeah, must have gone insane. So there we go. Um, well, Joe, thank you. The PS Trophy Room. Um, by the way, a little nit to pick. You're talking uh -oh. about you know expanding your Discord group. I cannot find a damn link to the damn Discord group, Joe. Get what? a link tree out there, man. I looked at all your stuff. Get it out there because people want to join and have a good time with your okay. content and Fair your enough. group. So please do, because I was going to join. I thought, I'm already in this group, right? Nope, yeah. I can't find it. My God. Oh my God. Link in the description. Uh, every, every podcast. Link, link oh, I was looking at your like Twitter. or I, uh, okay. We need to start doing better at like scheduling tweets. It's actually one of the things that I got to talk to Kyle about. We have meetings uh, on the trophy room. We're, we're that big. Okay. We have production meetings. Humble brag. I get made fun of <laughs> every time I say it. But uh, but yeah, no, we, yeah, we need to start promoting that discord more and more because honestly, it keeps growing. And, uh, you know, the community is just becoming more and more amazing. So y'all should join it as well. Of course, that's a trophy PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players each and every Thursday. Me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest and greatest in all things PlayStation. Look at me just that right off the cuff. Really fast. Oh, goodness. He's like, he's like, he, it's, it's your like rain man. It just, it just triggered and it comes out. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, I don't <laughs> even think it anymore. It just started going and I'm like, ah, this might as well. You know? And if you strings in his back, like the old toys that you pull yeah, it. Exactly. Just, oh, I got a snake in my out. boot. Welcome yeah, to the that's, trophy exactly. <laughs> that's the other one. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. There yeah. Somebody, we were in a work conference call and somebody did that and I laughed and somebody else didn't get it. So, oh, well, good times. Um, and by the way, um, you know what? I've been doing this so many times and Mark, if you choose to edit it um, at the beginning, 
that I, I didn't do it right, it's your choice. Dealer's choice, my friend. <laughs> That's, all right. I'm going to leave the blooper in there. We'll see. Okay. We'll go up there. So this is going to be a fun show. This is the key three and the shows of summer. So we are wrapping up a big year. We did PlayStation a couple weeks ago, so we're not incorporating that. Um, and we are still left with Nintendo. We're still Nintendo lists for the summer, but everybody else is pretty much taken care of. So we're going to talk about that. Go in deep and have a good time. Uh, but before we do that, we want to thank the people that make this podcast so much fun and they make this possible. And that is our Patreon secret friends squad. So Mark, if you want to, introduce those folks that'd be great absolutely we've got our best bud tier uh jamie prinky uh right there and the bff tier sean stella and henry nias missy merchant and andy milliken i also have to mention that we now offer a free seven day trial for patreon so if you want to check it out you want to see the exclusive shows you want to see what it's all about before you drop a dollar in that little tip jar tip jar uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash secret friends unite and just try it all out. Try it out for free. Check out the shows, check out all the exclusive stuff and, uh, and go from there. And just a little preview of a new show that is coming out on Patreon that is exclusive. And that's going to be a show called Fansplaining, uh, like, like other terms, but it's going to be where I invite someone on the show that is a huge fan of something and they explain why they're a fan, how they became a fan, and kind of like what they would recommend, and maybe something new that's part of that franchise. And if I'm not aware of the franchise, maybe I come a little bit smarter about it. Something that I've wanted to do, get people that are big into something, maybe that is a blind spot. My first one is going to bring back someone that used to be a big part of Secret Friendship, and I haven't talked to them forever. They're going to come on, and hopefully they'll bring me back into the world of Transformers. So we're going to talk about Transformers, Rise of the Beasts, and everything Transformers. So watch for that. That'll be coming out very, very soon. Speaking of Transformers right. and Patreon. Absolutely. New segment with our Patreons. It's called Patreon Questions, One Minute Answers. So we basically have one minute to contain ourselves because this podcast is known for doing one thing, Mark, and that's going on way too long. I can't stop talking. Neither can Mark. I'm worse, but Mark tries to contain me. So with that, first question from Stella. This is for you, Mark. I'm answering it to you. Uh, Stella says, Mark, are you playing the Transformers Fortnite chapter? Joe, you're also a Fortnite player, so this is open to you too, as well. One minute starting now. I Short have not. answer is yes for me. Joe? Yeah. I have not. I have not. Uh, I I would like to, but Diablo has taken over my whole entire life. Uh, mm. Also, though I would love to play Baby Optimus, I got Miles Morales now, and I'm never going to switch that skin. So, uh, yeah, yeah. that's it. Uh, so that, yeah, the short answer for me is yes, because I, like I have Fortnite crew, so I have the, the battle pass, everything's all paid for. Um, have I really been playing it? Not really. I've played one or two matches since the season started, kind of got into Diablo. Uh, I was going to play the other night and then got super distracted by Pokemon home. You'll hear about that later, but I am excited to get to level hundred unlock Optimus. I did not buy Optimus primal, but yes. Short answer is I will be playing more as the season goes, but right now I'm distracted and haven't really put time into it. Mm. You kept a minute. Good job, gentlemen. Uh, next question is open to everybody really quick. Sean and Henry said, uh, with Nintendo having no show and facing next gen competition, where does this leave them? Very quickly, round robin. Each one, each person gets a minute. 
I got yeah. it. I'll, I'll take this first. Uh, it, it, they'll announce it probably in September. Uh, it'll probably come out sometime next year. Uh, their next-gen Nintendo Switch, whatever they call it, whether it's a Pro or a 2. But with the next-gen hardware, we got to keep into perspective that the Steam Deck, while powerful and as cool as it is, has only sold over a million units, and Nintendo is looking to topple the PS2 number. I think they're currently at somewhere of the 120-plus million. So though this cool tech is cool, they're really comfortable right now. They don't really got to do much. Mm-hmm. Is that a minute? Yeah, you got it. You're close. Yeah, I, I, and that's that's why I think you're wrong. Uh, I think they're oh, no. not going to announce anything new in September. I think they're going to ride this holiday season with some bundles, with some deals, some sales, undercut the competition, and not ruin the chances of selling another couple of million switches this holiday season. So I don't think Nintendo's worried too much because I think they're going to ramp up the marketing again for old Pokemon games, Zelda games, all that kind of stuff. And just ride out Metroid. The with some bundles, Metroid. Exactly. Um, and I think we'll get an announcement early next year after the holiday sales are done and they'll piss off everyone. That bought yeah, that makes sense. That could make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. You kept a, a minute. I will give mine very quick. Uh, we are going to duplicate the launch of the Switch. We're going to get announced in January, essentially, where they're going to show the device, maybe show some titles, and they're going to launch that thing in March before their uh, end of the fiscal, or they're going to get maybe a little bit later. But that's what they're going to do, and they are going to essentially, they've saved up all their games because we haven't seen any big ones past Pikmin. They're saving all their big games because they want to have a steady uh, uh, flow of new games coming out of the system, and those games may be backwards compatible with the old Switch, uh, but they will definitely be better to play on the new Switch. I don't know if there'll be any new Switch exclusive games or whatever we call it. And I expect that the Joy-Cons may be backwards compatible, but I don't think they have to be. I think we could get something different, but I think it's the same form factor, but more enhancements. So there you go. Yeah, All okay. right. So patrons. This is one of the benefits. You get our dumb answers to your great questions. So hopefully you enjoyed that. And if we're wrong, let us know and we'll ignore it. Sorry. No, I didn't mean that. Um, we will answer and listen and take notes. Uh, but with that, uh, probably my favorite part of the show because I get to be annoying and Mark uh, gives me looks. And that is buy, rent, return. If you're going to Blockbuster, you had a choice and you'd pick a game and you were allowed to buy, rent, return because you loved it, hated it, and never wanted it back. Uh, this is your choices for video game bosses. I'm not talking about like Bowser and Ganon and um, I don't know, Duck Hunt Dog. He's a boss, <laughs> right? You, if you can take him down. We had him last month. He, he was a jerk. But um, we're talking real bosses and maybe real bosses, kind of real bosses, bosses in my way that actually lead the company. So I picked three, um, current and past as well. Doug Bowser, current head of Nintendo of America, uh, a man that we only see that when he accepts awards from other people at the <laughs> Games Awards, uh, but he's got the best name in the biz. So what do you say? Peter Moore. He was the guy really at the heart of the 360, known for his tattoos, Halo 2, Grand Theft Auto, loving the pieces. I believe he's like in, running like FIFA or something now. Loved him. He's a British guy. Uh, uh, football club 
mm-hmm. football club versus yeah he was great he went to ea for some time but i always love peter he actually worked on he was the guy behind the dreamcast as well he was like the marketing guy too so i love peter with xbox and then kevin butler you know what he's the boss we always wanted he's 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 the boss we always needed and unfortunately he's the boss we really never got but you know what he was an advertisement so i count him for real with playstation 3 i believe is when they brought him along along with the kid from the psp marcus was that his name joe yes okay there you go so there you go folks we're going to start with our guest joe of these bosses who would you buy who would you rent and who would you return i am buying kevin butler um this was he was the funniest son of a gun and I think he was perfect marketing for the PS3 back in the day, man. He, he yeah, he, it, it's such a mistake as well for PlayStation to drop him the way they did just because he was in a a, com- a commercial and he was playing a, a Nintendo Wii at the time. So dumb because all the commercials with him, he absolutely slayed. When they had him out there on E3 just goofing off, like he was awesome. Yes, 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 and yes. Um, I would rent doug bowser uh no no i'm gonna return doug bowser you know what stop taking credit for your devs and stop reading the back of the box of the game when you're accepting the award i'm sorry i'm sick of it i bet you're a nice guy but you'll be fine and then i'm gonna rent uh peter moore because you know what there is something about the peter moore aura that i that i like so peter moore and peter moore kind of tells it like it is as well like like i remember there was one time on stage he's like listen this game's not gonna sell i'll give it to you for free whatever something like that like he's awesome he off just, yeah yeah he's off the handle so yeah peter moore let's go all right mark i you know i'm gonna pick by peter moore for that exact reason because it was a close call between him and kevin butler for the buy okay. yeah. but i'm i'm going with peter moore because he's real <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is he though? We uh, don't know. Maybe he's fake. Well, maybe, we don't know. You know, kind of real-ish. Um, I just, I and I like that that he he is a real CEO, but still has that goofy, you don't know what he's gonna say, kind of like spontaneous personality. Where like Kevin Butler is like scripted-ish, yep. like still probably flying off, but like can't really affect real change. Uh, so that's my, my buy, my rent is going to be Kevin Butler and my return is Doug Bowser because you can't follow up Reggie with someone with the best name ever for a video game person, let alone a Nintendo person. I mean, Bowser's in charge of Nintendo. Come on. It writes itself. And he is the most boring, like if he was a spice, he'd be mayonnaise. Like just (laughs) come on. And uh, I just like, to, yeah, fail. Um, I'm sure he's he's fine as like a business head kind of, th- but like as a, a public personality, I just, meh. Yeah, fair. Yeah, very fair. Todd. Oh, all right. Um, you know, I, I, I think I'm taking notes. So I'm taking I'm buying Peter Moore because he is the exec that leaves the ship and always goes to something better Um, because he left Greencast, a system everybody loved, but nobody would buy because PlayStation just said, hey, just wait for us. You'll you'll enjoy that system better. It sucked to be him. Dream has a great system. Peter was great. He then went to Xbox on 360, the most successful Xbox platform 
he did awesome things. Once again, the the tattoo, he was cocky. He got Grand Theft Auto exclusive on a console. And then he left when he knew it was time to leave. Um, and now, like, once again, he's doing something where he doesn't have to deal with, like, you know, gaming fans. Now he's, like, you know, probably running a football club, having a good time like Ted Lasso. I mean, he might, although he might be um, the husband of of the uh, I'm blanking on his name Giles from Buffy the Bill. that might be based on Peter Moore for all we know that could be him really <laughs> that could be not. him Man, be we hope not we hope not but you know Peter Moore you know he's always in it he's great he's done great interviews and he doesn't hold back so I love Peter Moore um, Kevin Butler just for the fact that he is who we want to be behind PlayStation we want somebody charismatic cool gets it and is in charge and we have not had that in a long long time seems like we get guys that are a little bit weird and odd that are still kind of endearing and then we've got our current guy jack you know you know jim whatever his name is james that guy um yeah we don't want him and playstation struggles so there, there we go but kevin was great he was the man that we wanted he's he is he is the michael scott of video game uh, heads <laughs> and we want, we want him. So he's the man we need. Um, and then lastly, Doug Bowser. I mean, I think you guys have hit all the pieces, but the fact is, you know, he didn't create the, was the Bigfoot pizza that, that Reggie was known for. Um, he didn't play video games with Jeff Keeley on his old show on spike TV. I mean, Doug Bowser I mean, I don't even know what he does. I, I mean, like, and maybe that's why we want him because he can do the job, never has to do anything important, doesn't make decisions and just gets paid heavily. And he just shows up right. for word presentations. So I don't know. Maybe he's got the best job in the world. I mean, I'm jealous. I mean, but yeah, Doug, Dougie B. Yeah, there you go. We're returning I mean, him. You don't always have to have a big personality to, to lead a company. Like I look at something like Steve jobs versus Tim cook and like Steve jobs, like the visionary, the, you know, Steve jobs, like reality distortion kind of thing. And like, he could sell whatever he wanted to and make you believe it was the best thing. And Tim cook's not that guy. Like he's not in your face bombastic kind of thing. Like Tim cook came from supply chain and logistics. Uh, he is a fantastic leader of a company. The stocks for Apple, like, are, you know, just kept on going. Um, but like, as far as big visionary stuff, like he's not the guy, he delegates that. And he's he's fine, but you'll notice like Apple presentations, like he doesn't do much of these. Like he'll do the intro and be like, I'm super excited to show you this. Here's someone else to- Here's Johnny, Johnny Ivy. Here's Johnny Ivy and uh, yeah. Kojima. Just <laughs> about selling you this watch. Yeah. <laughs> so very I do. A, I do like a mean Tim uh, Cook impression. Like I'm really good at it. Wait, how can you even pre- How can you do that? Because I don't even know anything you get because from I'm it. Because I'm just walking in a garden and I'm just selling you products. Oh, and these are revolutionary that. products and designs by our teams at Apple, and we will upcharge you three hundred to four hundred dollars, and you'll love it. Yeah. I love that. Thank I you. love it. Yeah, that's great. And uh, we and we know Nintendo. Oh, it is! It's so great. And Joe, if anybody's going to do a, is that he's going to be he's going to do be able to do an impression? It's you. So appreciate bringing that to the table. And I will say this: Nintendo of America. We know that's not they. All they do is they they run lawyers to sue people, yep. and 
do translations. Yeah, that's, that's it. Probably that's all NOA does. Yes. On those poor, poor people who are just trying to just keep the game preservation scene alive. He's like, sue them into oblivion. You they know? put Dolphin on Steam. <laughs> Get it off. That's what he's doing. He's just looking at Steam entries all day. He's like, what? <laughs> Somebody posted they a ROM put, on archive.org. Dolphin on Steam and he just takes out a gun, cocks it. Where's that house? <laughs> he swats. He swats. He swats them. He sends out swats for them. John Wick of video game CEOs, but we don't know about it because he's straight exactly. up murders people that do. Oh, stuff. my God. I like it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, well. Actually, with a bald head. He's a hitman. Uh, absolutely oh. yeah he goes in he yeah. puts on costumes pretends to be somebody else he shoots them and leaves yeah that's what oh, he does yeah. yeah exactly yeah um we a, did get <laughs> a really bad pencil thin mustache yes it's just those plastic yes. little like the glasses big nose <laughs> like salvador it's dolly like, <laughs> it's like the big bushy ones like the cowboy and looney tunes what was his name uh, oh you somebody sam or uh, dr robotnik yeah, Yep, that's what he's rocking. Oh my god! Um, we we did get some Patreon uh, fans and uh, our Discord members to uh, give us a shout out on these. Um, so I'll take the first one. Mark, you take the second one. The winner, gamer. Oh my goodness! Buy the shit out of Kevin Butler, whose persona will live on in gamers' hearts. True, true. Rent Peter Moore for under his watch. Some great games came out, and rent Doug Bowser and send him to jail for not utilizing his name better as the freaking president of Nintendo. Brennan, Brennan knows what's up. Uh, yep. So the next one, famous Seamus. Obviously, I'm buying Kevin Obviously. Butler. I think I'm the the odd one out here. Uh, there's no better executive, real or fake. Renting Doug Bowser. Wow, interesting choice okay. because he seems like an all right guy. I, I and that's the thing. Like he's just a little boring publicly, and it's. I think we judge him because of his name. Like we expect he's him the to dean be like on community, a marketing <laughs> like showcase like he's he his last name makes him into a circus freak because he's like oh bowser what are you gonna do breathe fire and he's like no i'm a freaking when was the last time he beat up miyamoto on a nintendo direct for smash brothers (laughs) right he's cursed by his own last name if his name was doug mcdonald we'd be just like okay cool whatever you figurehead like let's go doug mario that wasn't available (laughs) i don't know why todd but when you said the dina community i just remember the one of the best lines in just a show ever is like the dean's looking at something i forget what it is but the line of this better not awaken something within me or inside of me. <laughs> so good. I'm going to look that up right now. That's yep. too good. Uh, where was I? Oh, he seems like an all right guy. Uh, return Peter Moore because he was the only one left. <laughs> and he's not really familiar with his history. So yeah. Uh, famous Seamus coming in with the honesty. Um, look up Love Peter it. Moore. Interesting fella. Look back on some of the Xbox 360 launch stuff and some of the stuff he's done. I think you'll be a fan, but gotta respect, uh, gotta respect that just calling it like it is. Don't know who he is, so you're last. Absolutely, uh, that that's a, that's that's quality guessing, and I like that. It's like when there's only Bubsy 3D left on the shelf. And it's like, <laughs> oh shit. Oh well. Um, moving on to what we've been playing, gentlemen. Um, so we have one game in common this week. So let's talk about that game. So, Joe, you probably have like 85 hours in Diablo 4. I think I have like 10. Mark, how many do you have? Actually, under 10. 
Let's let's find out. I want to I want to know for sure. I'm gonna turn on my PlayStation because I want to get. I don't I don't want to lead you all uh, astray here about what I have or what I haven't played of Diablo. But it is it's it's a lot. It's gonna take a minute. Of course, okay. turn this bad boy on. I, I do have one I like question. To hear your thoughts. Yeah, I, I do have one question because uh, one of the things I want to do because I did play a co-op with a friend. Sean Nias. So uh, we were playing. We had a great time. How do you add people on other consoles? Because I could not figure out how to do it. Do you have to go through like Battle.net to add people yep. from Xbox and PC? So I'm not 100% clear. So um, if there's a guide, I'll probably have to look that up because we're thinking like, hey, we bring Mark in and do that and have a good time. So yeah, because yeah, uh, their, their Battle.net name and, and, I'll, and I'll tell you. So someone who has not looked at their Battle.net name and probably, I think Sean was that person. He's like, I don't know. I haven't looked at it in like 10 years. I'd look at my Diablo account on, 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 on Battle.net. Look at them like, what class did I play on Diablo 3? Oh, I was a wizard. And those don't even exist anymore. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. So I we'll figure this out. Three hours of Diablo 4. Have you what? beaten the game? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you play primarily single player or co-op? No, a good mix. Uh, I, honestly, this is one of the only games where I've had a good mix of co-op and single player where I would say m- probably most. I, I think single like single player would edge it out, but I've helped like Luke, uh, Luke Lohr, host of the expansion pass, and I'm dating his mother. Uh, I helped him through like countless. I heard uh, it was like, your anniversary. Times. It is, yeah. Oh my god, I can't tell you what she was wearing. Absolutely nothing. But <laughs> I was helping. I was helping him like through a lot of this stuff too. So like I was just replaying a whole whole bunch of stuff uh, as well. So I, yeah, I've 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 played the crap out of this game, guys. Um, and that's a good point with this game because I think what they've done is refine everything. It's console at the same time as PC for the first time, which is great. Um, that's cross play, cross save. The only negative I've heard is. If people are playing with you in the main quest line, if you're the main person or whatever, the person that created the, the crew, only you get progression in the story, which is only bad. So I'm not sure how they can fix that. But if they can fix that, that would be great. Because uh, most of the time, like yeah. when I played co-op, I was doing like side missions and just things off yeah. the grid just to get experience, but not doing the main quest. So is that what everybody's doing? Well, Joe, is that what you've been doing? or? Yeah, I believe if you're on the same quest, you guys can... You guys will have the like, like your progress will carry over. But if you're on Act Two and your buddy's on Act Three, not, none of that's carrying over to the to the main right. game. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, but you, you think like if I jumped in with Joel with Joe, I'm like, you know, five hours into the game, or you know, ten hours or whatever. Like if I jumped absolutely. in with you when you were at like end game, like I just skip yeah. the whole story and go right to the end game stuff. Like I, I yeah. get that, decision. and it does. It does a really great job as well, just because you have like, let's just say you're level one and I'm level, you know, 57, right? If I enter your group, it does an excellent job of scaling enemies to each individual. So like they'll still like those, they, they still have a chance of killing me as much as they have a chance of killing you. Um, and I, I really dig that because it makes the game uh, much more cooperative, fun, because you're not just being ran through something. Um, and, and that's, that gets really boring. Yeah. So to me, yeah, I think they've done a, a pretty darn good job uh, with this game, splicing co-op with the single player stuff. Makes sense. 
Yeah, I remember playing that uh, Diablo 3 with, with Sean. He was playing on his Alienware laptop, and I was playing on my, on my PC that I just built, and it was a crappy experience, and that was the only way you could do it. And mouse and keyboard before I got carpal tunnel syndrome was not fun. And so um, it's been great to play it uh, with um, controllers, and have a great experience and just have really no barriers to play. So Mark, I know Joe has just been eating this game up, but with yourself, with how you balance and how you play, um, are you new to Diablo? Is this something where you've dipped in before? Okay. Yeah, I've dipped in before. I, uh, yeah, I, I played the series a few times in, in the past. Uh, most recently, um, was it three that just like came out on switch a couple of years ago? Yes. Yeah, they dropped the what was it the uh, with the uh, the the Necromancer edition, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. my brother and I played that one for a little while, um, and I just you know I played it solo for a bit too. Uh, so definitely not new to the series. I just I, I really haven't had a chance to put more hours in. The uh, um, you know the the weekend was busy. Finn was sick. Uh, my wife was also finishing uh, a game on the Xbox, so I was kind of and. I'll, I'll talk in a bit finishing or doing some stuff on switch and, uh, and, and just picking away at some stuff on the RG 35 XX, some old games, um, kind of beating through, uh, super Mario world. I, I didn't add that to the show notes, but yeah. Um, so that's, that's really my, my, my only kind of thing is the Xbox wasn't free and it was a busy, crazy weekend and and last week was crazy too so i just i haven't really had a chance to put as many hours as i want to but um i was talking to like my brother has it a couple guys at work have it a couple of people that my brother know like so i've got people that are like hey we should play we should play and it's like like, yeah okay cool um eventually (laughs) what what class is everyone playing sorcerer ice uh necromancer nice so joe you like being a bear uh, whoa! <laughs> Listen, I'm starting to sound like my ex-wife. Uh, no, no, no. I'm no druid. I'm no druid. But no, druid. I will say, oh, oh, Mark this, likes being a bear. Yeah. Well, yes. I, I've been, I've been rocking a werewolf, a lightning werewolf, as lightning werewolf. Right now. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's I, I've been kind of bouncing between those two skill paths a little bit. Um, because I, I, I like the werewolf just up close and then lightning for just uh, that Thor effect of this big. Because uh, he kind of looks like Thor from uh, Ragnarok uh, and not like the um, God of War mm-hmm. version. Yeah. 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 So um, so the classes are all a mix. Like I played Wizard in Diablo 3. So Sorcerer is the new magic user. Uh, Druid is a little bit of a, a mix of magic plus melee and the necromancer i don't even know what it is it's really like uh you're kind of support because you send out a bunch of undead you have more support characteristics i was debating between uh druid and necromancer so that's where i kind of line up and i i think it's hilarious when you go into the village and you're just talking to normal people and you get this army of skeletons with you and it doesn't bother anyone isn't that a little odd mm-hmm. yeah everybody's like, yeah this is normal <laughs> Just gyms, you know. Very accepting in the world of Diablo. You know what I mean? Like they just you are what you are, you are who you are. If you're a skeleton crew, cool. Yeah. Um one of the things I liked is the experimentation of skills that you can use and then you can re uh apply those. 
Um, what I haven't figured out is can you just uh, undo one or is it all or nothing? So like if you committed sure. to all your different things and then you're like, I don't like that. I want to do different things because I've had done that a couple of times with Necromancer. Um, is yeah. it is it that way? All yeah, or nothing? You, yeah, no, you don't have to go like all or nothing. You can really mix and match your character to kind of play the way you want. So like, for example, I know someone who's rocking like a fire and ice uh, sorcerer. I'm rocking pure ice there's nothing wrong with that in 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 the slightest bit um and then they do this really cool thing after i think like level like 30 or so where they're like hey uh at least for sorcerer they're they're called enchantments where it's like hey one of these spells you get to pick to be your passive ability that happens every 10 seconds Mm -hmm. and um and that unlocks a whole new way of like dps for me so for example my main ability is ice shards where i shoot burst damage burst icicles out of my wrists um now that becomes and and the passive ability to it is when i shoot anything ice related it ricochets and hits another enemy so i'm just i'm just shooting ice everywhere (laughs) you're seeing me zigzag all, all all the things so there's a lot of um you know you could get into the weeds a lot with each and every character and what Diablo does really well is it rewards you for that, but it doesn't punish you if you just want to casually run through the world and just blow shit up, you know? So I I forgot if I can't cuss or not, but like it it doesn't punish you in the slightest bit. So that's what I love about Diablo. It's as as welcoming as you want it to be so far. There's a a level of cursing when you see enough uh, blushing and color of Todd's these changes i think that's where we go but uh, we're good to go uh mark so what about you what about you i mean are you feeling like good with 10 hours in i mean have you beaten a boss uh, just going off in side quest what's your path yeah uh so far like I've, I've reached that first big village uh, i can't remember the name of it but that's basically what i've i've done so far so i've done like i've seen lilith i've seen the church on fire i've met the people i've done like the first little boss battle encounter kind of whatever thing um yeah so i mean i've I've been very much enjoying what i have played so far and to to joe's point i've i've really liked being able to even look at the different skill trees and kind of like go down in the list and be like oh this is going to happen later i can't wait to see how this really affects me like trying to plan ahead and and do the the deep dive that way um but i also can kind of recognize that like, yeah, I could just kind of be like, okay, this is going here. This is going there. This is going there. Let me just kick some crap out of something. And like, mm-hmm. you can kind of play that as dumb as you want to, or as deep as you want to like it. And it, it like you said, it, it's not like it, there's no wrong answers. And that's, that's kind of what yeah. I, I like about this. And the same thing goes for classes. Like a lot of the time in these kind of games, I get hung up so bad on what class to pick am i going to pick the right one is this going to be way too difficult or way too easy or this that or whatever and i watched a few videos before i started because i didn't like do the betas or anything like that i just bought it after it was released and everyone was saying the same thing like really doesn't matter pick what you want like some kind of like a little bit better for the opening stuff a little bit better towards end game maybe um, you know, if you like playing this way, maybe lean towards this. If you like playing that way, maybe lean towards that. But like, there's no wrong answer. Like just go in blind and just be like, that guy looks cool. I like the design of that. Like that sounds neat. Um, 
and go for it. So like, I'm probably going to start another character after a little while and just play with something different. Like it just seems like a very, very well-balanced and welcoming kind of game. And I'm, I'm really digging it. Yeah. So it really is incredibly well-balanced. So based on like building on that, if you want to create like, so destiny, if you want to create a new character, you can create a new character anytime you do have to build up and things like that. In this case, you if you start a new character, you essentially start from scratch, start over, but you can have, I don't know how many, I don't even know how many, is it one of each class you can have and that's it. So you could have five and then they could all have different and you could bring them in at any time. So essentially you could, so I'm like, I'm going to stop here, but I want to play around with my character. I can go build up that character with friends and do quests right. and things like that, and then go back to the main quest when I want to do that. So it's, it is flexible. If you want to respec, I think it charges you like 20 gold. It's nothing. Um, and that was more of my question. Is it all or nothing? If I want to respec, is it everything gets respec, or is it one specific node? I'm assuming it's I, everything, right? Yeah, yeah. For what I've done, it's every it's all or nothing. Because every yeah. time they're like, oh, just this one point, and I press square, it's like everything's yeah. gone. I'm like, what? the hell happened here so jedi survivor did that too and it that was like the one thing about that game that i think i would have changed like they improved so much on jedi survivor over fallen order Mm. but yeah the skill tree was one that i was like when especially later on in the game yes pick up a new kind of lightsaber and you're like i have all these skill points dumped into this thing that i'm not Mm -hmm. using anymore because i want the you know this form and it's like do i really want to reset everything and like go back and do all this stuff with all these skills that like I was picking early game. I was picking, you know, and now it's late game and I'm like, I, I yeah, they need to do better pacing this. in that. Right. <laughs> I mean, they need to, cause like yeah. I got the coolest thing now and I have no points cause I put it all on the right. crappy thing. Ah! Right. But, I, but I, I like, you know, there's certain things that yeah. I like where I went with my force powers and it's like, so I'm like, mm-hmm. do I take screenshots of everything? And then like, redo the ones that i like exactly how i did them and it just it seemed like too much hassle so i just kind of went like left it but i think that kind of screws you over in like i want to explore this new lightsaber form but i also don't have a ton of points left do i grind and get more points or do i just restart everything and like build my skill tree back up so yeah if there's like that little nitpick but like otherwise super well balanced like i think it's in a good direction but I, I'm with you there. I wish you could just take one thing off of like, hey, maybe I don't want to be a lightning druid. Maybe I want to be a, you know, this kind of thing. Like, can I take those off lightning and put them in something without ruining my werewolf? Like, yeah, you know, it's almost like take a node that you've expanded and say, in that node, let me just start over from scratch versus shit. I'm going back and then like, what did I pick? I don't know. Oh, but um, one one question. So um, I think the game's great. Really enjoying it. Love the co-op. If there was one thing you could change. Um, and not destroying the game would it would be at this point. I mean, Mark's really early on. I'm a little bit more than Mark. You're really you're, you're pretty much done, but you're still now playing more. What would it be? Humble brag, humble brag. Uh, there is nothing I would change right now. This game is pretty much it's. This is it for me. Like this is. I'm addicted to this game. <laughs> so no death I, and pain. And no deck and Cade. Honestly, um, the one thing I would change the story is it's it's really good. I I, I enjoy where it goes, but it's super backloaded, kind of similar to Survivor. Mm-hmm. So the one thing I would do is kind of I, I would I because the first act is good, the second and third act, uh, second act is good as well, but like the third act kind of meanders. There's there's a little meandering 
through through these through these acts. So I I don't know. I would kind of pad the front of this game a bit um, um, and give give Lilith more screen time. So if the the only negative thing is like I don't see Lilith enough, uh, you got yourself a great game. But I will say that. It, if you play it towards the very end, you are going to get one of the best cinematics in a video game. Ooh. Just They're beautiful. Just and disgusting. And is, it's it, you guys haven't even you guys not nope. You haven't even it's so good. <laughs> Don't play it, it on is, a 17-inch monitor, please. <laughs> yeah. Um it and so like as a Diablo fan, as I come in, like I I know Diablo, I love the lore. I got hyped. Luke, who is you know a casual observer of Diablo, never got into it in, before. For even him, who knows very little of what's going on, go. He was just like, imp- it's literally 10, 10 to twelve minute cinematic. It's wow. really excellent. And it's how do you pause like that? How do you pause it? Because bathroom breaks, children, phones. How just do you pause watch it? it again? Just watch it again. <laughs> can you can you go back into? Is there a way to rewatch? Um, that's a good question. I don't know if there is. There should be, and if there isn't, just YouTube it. You know, it's oh, there. Damn it. That's one of my Dude, developer pet peeves. Yeah. Allow me to pause cutscenes, please. I, I I don't. I didn't try to pause it to be clear because I was just like in awe of what I was seeing. Mm. Joe, my wife knows when a cutscene is happening because she will call me up and something will happen. It's like her ESPN. Yeah, just just yeah. mute the phone. Don't worry, you can wait. <laughs> no, no, she's upstairs yelling. At me. <laughs> <laughs> mute my wife. Yes, Joe, I'll tell her that. But Joe said just to mute. Yeah. Life with a toddler. The second you think you're exactly. going to watch something for five minutes and you think he's asleep, he's at the top of the stairs with a go kart saying, "Hey, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and welcome to Jackass." And you're like, no, please be. A Mark, it's, you're balancing like child's health and my enjoyment of, a, of media. Yeah. yeah, yeah, anything. Um, so that's yeah, I, I get you. So Mark, that's any, why none of y'all are selling me on fatherhood. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> none of y'all. <laughs> the only thing I can say, Joe, the minimum level is hopefully they'll take care of you when you're old. That's about it. That's really the, like the minimum barrier of entry. Hopefully yeah. it's there. Yeah. So maybe, maybe if, if you're a good dad, they'll take care of you when you're 76 and you're in, you know, exactly. thing, you got, you got one leg. Exactly. A toddler that is like, Hey, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. Like, if you're not trying to like watch something or do something, that's the most entertaining stuff you will ever see. It's mm-hmm. like, yes, he's just like, hey, I'm gonna test this out. Let's go. I just bought him a new slide a couple of days ago, and it was like he's using the slide regular. He's using the slide regular. Then he goes halfway down the slide, and Superman leaps in the air, and then just like. I didn't expect you to do that, kid, but that was awesome. You stuck that That's landing. Awesome. Let's go. Enjoy so, your ER visit and your stitches. It's great. <laughs> it's great. In Canada, healthcare is paid for. U.S., eh, not so much. Mark, anything you change so far? So far, not really. Uh, I did, talking to one of the guys that's playing at work, um, as a someone who's played Diablo in the past, I kind of got the stylistic choice, but I, I couldn't say I disagreed with him. Um where he wanted just a little bit of flexibility on the camera to be able to see how pretty things were or how gruesome things looked. You spend this time developing a character and then you kind of just see, you know, like a top down pretty zoomed out version of it. And 
I want to get close up because the transformation from like druid to werewolf looks pretty gruesome, but you don't get that like up close kind of thing. So whether it's the first time you do it, you like it zooms in and really shows that like flesh burning off or like kind of like disgusting look like that it it seems to be. But again, like the camera is a little bit back. So I wish they did a little bit more cinematically where they would show off how darn pretty this game is rather than being like, whoa, here's the view from a drone 600 feet in the air. Uh, you know, I, and I get that as a, as someone who knows the series, but at the same time, like it looks very pretty on the series X. Let me see mm. the pretty please. So um, I get that. And that, again, that was something that I thought of right away, but talking to Andrew, it was like, yeah, I get that. I could. Yeah. Okay. It's like, it's like your character in destiny. It's like the only time you see your character in destiny that looks right. really cool from all around is when you're at the, uh, uh, what was it? The, uh, cathedral the yes when you're you're in the menu looking at them exactly there there are some i mean to me though i like diablo the way it is in terms of like that isometric view that top-down look because if it's just a still a third person view like it just changes how that combat looks right yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't want that like i don't want this to be god of war like third person style i want that I said, but I want like I think it would be neat. You want to zoom? I said like the first time you do something, or every once in a while, like it zooms down and it shows you that transformation, and like the werewolf goes, and then it whips right back up to that isometric view. Like I, I don't want to change ninety nine percent of how this game looks or plays, but I wish that sometimes you could zoom in on a little bit of detail, and and kind of see stuff where, or even have different levels of zoom depending on where the combat was like sometimes you if it was kind of close quarters only a couple of enemies like zoom in show me the detail on the enemies my character what's going on and then as stuff happens kind of zoom out more still keep it isometric but you know you can zoom in and out a little bit and and you you don't need a full 360 camera for that kind of stuff you don't need it behind the shoulders gears of war style camera or anything like that um i think there are ways to do it with a bit more dynamic action on the camera that that would show off again just how darn pretty this game can be but we're missing that just because of the the stylistic choice of where the camera is set yeah i think i i I think almost like having almost like a uh dynamic director when you do something cool it zooms in it's like kind of like i think god of war when he does something cool it's like oh while we're doing something one i don't want to see it every time but i want to see when it's something cool and neat and it adds to that uh connection to your characters and where you're at because your point if it's so big you need that view to see where everybody's coming from but it's cool to see it once in a while so i think there could be that type of just pinch that you could add as maybe an option it's like a if you're not hardcore and you just want something cool to see but yeah cool um my take is uh, a game that was kind of doing things when diablo was on hibernation which was torchlight um torchlight added a pack animal or like a companion who could attack, but would also then take all your crap up to the surface, sell it because you know what I do? I've got 85 pieces of gear. I'm like, crap, 
I need money. What am I going to do? Shit, it's time to like drop it all out. And then it looks like I'm running like a, a thrift store or yeah. <laughs> something where it's all out there. And I'm like, crap, I just covered up the one item I wanted that I couldn't hold. Now it's covered up. So I'm screwed. That's the thing. It just drives me nuts. I mark all my garbage and it's like, oh, I wanted this. So I'm like, it, it just, that's the only thing I'm like, Ah, or I want like a merchant maybe to follow you or like, uh, like yeah, I'll buy your crap. I, what else am yeah, I going to do? I want to, I'm going to set up shop here. Diablo <laughs> three had something where it's like, you had a little goblin guy running around yeah. and you can like, and yeah. they get all your gold here. It's yeah. That's, that's the only thing I, I, I don't like as well. It's like, come on. Like there's stuff, there's stuff that I'm missing here. I know it, but I, I'm too lazy to go, you know? Yeah, because you can hire like mercenaries, right? Eventually. I haven't gotten to that part. Can you? So just have a guy who's just like your, I don't know, concierge, you know, goofer, whatever. Call him that, whatever. Yeah, he's 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 the guy that like runs the what's that show where the storage wars? It's I want that guy. (laughs) I want that guy who has a storage. (laughs) He just takes it up with his Ford F-150, takes it up upstairs every once in a while, brings it back down, ready for your crap again, because you might have sold him something very valuable. You don't know. He makes money off you. Oh, well, that's what I want. Storage wars. Um, Oh, well, Uh, moving on. (laughs) So um, uh, anything else, Joe? No, that's it. That's literally all I've been playing is Diablo. Got it, got it, got it. it. Mark, um, just an update, though, for you. I still cannot find my Amber Nick. I don't know where it is. Oh, my God. Somewhere in Germany uh, or somewhere. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. That's amazing. Um, Like I said, I have been picking around at at, uh, Super Mario Brothers and a couple of other games there. Um, But the other thing that I wanted to mention is Pokemon Home. I got back into kind of moving some Pokemon around. And because because Pokemon Home just added support for Scarlet and Violet, so you can now take Pokemon and move them uh, from that game to your Pokemon Home or from other games and put them in Scarlet and Violet. So I was playing around with some legendaries from like Brilliant Diamond, uh, Sword and Shield. I was moving some stuff over that uh, I just either haven't caught or weren't in this game before. And um, yeah, I was I was. And then I went back into uh, to Pokemon Scarlet and was just like throwing out like legendary Pokemon, just being like, "Hey, what's Moltres look like in this game? What's you know Dialga look like in this game?" And just like floating them around and getting them to like randomly go through the world and beat low level Pokemon. It's very satisfying. Um, so that's it. I'm just I was excited that that game finally got compatible with uh, with Pokemon Home and. If you've put that game down and haven't really thought about it, you can actually get the three starters with special, I think special abilities or special moves. I can't remember which one now, but basically, yeah, you can get all three starters. If you don't have all three of them already, this is an easy way to get them. Move something from, uh, I think it's just move something from Pokemon Scarlet to Pokemon Home or maybe Pokemon Home that, either way, the details are in there if you use the app and you can basically get all three starters and then move them back into your game and be good to go. So if that's something that interests you, log into Pokemon Home, log into Scarlet or Violet, figure it out and get three free starter Pokemon that you can add to your collection because they're great. Mark, follow-up question to that. Um, yep. Okay, um, this is just Todd's like stories he's created in his brain about Pokemon because I'm Poketod. Um is Pokemon Home kind of like one of those wild exotic animal parks that Joe Exotic from Tiger King ran? Like it's not uh, the animals like oh the Pokemon no. are like not being fed. Uh, you got no, like uh, no, oh, it's well, not okay. 
Yeah. Okay. They're definitely well taken care of. They're not just sitting in an app on my phone. Uh, for sure. No, they're, they're, they're super well taken care of. Um, yeah. I've got Pokemon sitting in there from a ton of different games though. It's, it's kind of neat. It is, uh, it is a, a neat place, but, uh, yeah, there's, there, it's not like a Tamagotchi thing. So jo- Joe exotic is not running your Pokemon home. Okay. Good to know. I, I want to make sure they're okay. 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 Cool. Kind of like the animal. It's like animal crossing when you haven't gone back to your place and it's like, you're the, the HOA wants to like essentially crack down on your home and yeah. No, mine are all well loved. They're, they're, okay. they're, they're loved. Yeah. That's good. Good, good. Well, very good. Um, so very quickly, uh, Street Fighter Six. I played the beta. And uh, fun story. Never had that happen this to me before. Maybe Joe can comment on this. I got uh, a brand new Street Fighter Six disc from Gamefly. Put it on my console. The disc would not work. I'm like, shit. Is my PlayStation 5 disc dying? I put in the Atari, what is it, 40-year collection or whatever, in disc in. Worked. Everything else worked. I've never had a bum disc before. And it was new brand new um so i returned it gamefly something new and this one worked it was kind of weird um so i i was delayed because i was going to play that before uh diablo came out before everything else so i got a little delayed um so i am just at the cusp of really getting into street fighter 6 so i am really excited to play like their um mode where it's like build a character like the madden mode where you like have your own journey you can make your weird creation of whatever he looks like i've seen people that are making like Geralt of rivia they're making anime characters so the build quality is great watch the donkey video though on three fire six the characters he makes are horrific and hilarious at the same time yeah it's great uh so i i I don't know what i'm gonna do i don't know if i'm gonna be like make a todd character which would be like five foot four kind of bald maybe not not maybe not aggressive or anything like that i don't know maybe i'll make something different i don't know i'll be i'll be inspired but um i just mainly played the arcade mode and i played a uh just a very quick mode of it and i played a new character her name is lily she is from mexico i believe like wind inspired with like two clubs and she was great i loved it and they've they've added an extra control where it's called modern which means it takes out a lot of that like quarters turn do this stuff like and just makes it fun because there's multiple like um power-ups you can have there's um uh, reversals things like that but it's so much fun the game is beautiful holy cow being on next gen only i believe uh i was playing delsum delsum if you remember what he looks like now he looks so weird and he contorts his body and it's just like i can't believe how real and good this looks I'm not great at the game, but I beat the arcade level at their like intro level and I felt good. The only nitpick is it doesn't have like a story mode like Mortal Kombat or Tekken or something like that. The cutscenes are all like hand drawn, so it's a little bit subpar. But um, where you really want it, if you really want that mode, I believe is in like kind of like the, I think, I, I can't remember what they call it, but basically it's your journey where you meet all the classic Street Fighter characters, you yeah. build up your character, you beat up people on the street. Like you can, you can uppercut, you can give shurikens to old ladies on the street for some reason. They yes, think that's okay. That would be me. It's <laughs> what we all been wanting to do, you know. And oh, you want me to fix your your Netflix, Grandma? Boom! Yeah. So I'm enjoying it, and I don't know how much I'll play because I don't know how long it'll take to do these things. But it seems like it's it's a top tier. This is going to be a top tier year for fighting games. Street Fighter Six, Mortal Kombat One, I believe Tekken. I don't know if it has a release date, but if Tekken launches this year, holy crap! 
this year is crazy. It's a great year for gaming, but that's fun. It looks great too. And thankfully my uh, fight stick from PS4 works on PlayStation five. So very, very cool there. Um, and just a note, my son is um, my Sherpa in Tears of the Kingdom. He has been telling me what to do. He's got so many hours in this damn game. He's amazing at it. I'm bad. Every time I I, I want to step away from the game, he brings me back. Um, so he's my voice of reason. He's, he's like the internet commentary that I just have that lives in my house. Um, <laughs> But I did beat the first tower, the the wind, the wind, uh, the wind temple, um, I love and that I got. Boss. It's it's very cool because what I like about it, that temple, not gonna. If you haven't played it, it's great. It does. It's not hard, but it is. You have to understand what they're doing, and it puts you in a new mode of fighting and and enjoying the game, which is cool. What I don't like in the game, though, above everything else, is being cold. Once you're cold, you're yes. screwed. Like I have to eat all this food and not going to die. So um, yeah. So, but I'm enjoying the game quite a bit. I do need a steering wheel because a steering wheel when with all your creations is pointless. You're making a, you're making a raft, you're making a vehicle that essentially just goes nowhere and not where you want to be. And you just waste your time. You'll find so, one too. You'll find a very, that's I found one. I didn't know what it was. I'm like, what do I do with this thing? I can't take it with me. I don't have a need for it right now. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's a wacky game. Uh, it's, it truly is. I still complain that I think the, the, the sounds the characters make are X rated and it shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> oh, oh, mm? it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. Really? I'm like we voice, you think voice acting is bad. Here you go. Your wife's going to think that you're doing something else when you're playing this game, by the way, folks, or your spouse or whoever your yeah, mom. I think the sound um, effect of bum was a little bit too much for Nintendo. It was a little bit too much. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, well, it's, it's a great game. I don't know how much more I'll be playing with everything I was playing, but it's a game where I, 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 I definitely see the value there. So um, there you go, folks. That's what we've been playing. Now it's the main, I guess, main act of the show. Attraction. And that is bonus round. Yes. Uh, we are going to be talking about all of the summer game showcases in a very, this is the way we're going to go across this. We're going to go in very quick, tell you all the games, not going to discuss anything about them. Um, and then we're going to talk about the games we loved. And we're saying it's basically what we loved and not so much. And give it a score for each showcase. Um, Mark, we do have some comments for folks from our Discord group who gave us what they were excited for. So we, what would you like to do with those? Would you like to go do those up front or wait until after we're done? Let's, let's save them. Okay, we're going to save them. Awesome. So going there, uh, so like once again, the PlayStation Showcase already occurred a couple weeks ago. We already talked about that. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about basically everything that happened essentially in the last four to six days. And the first conference we got was the Summer Games Fest on June 8th. This was uh, Jeff Keighley's big event. Uh, it was about an hour and a half and was covering essentially – Everything, if you look behind me, you'll see, if you're watching on YouTube, everyone who is participating. Everybody was involved, excluding Nintendo. So there you right. go. Um, and with that, um, uh, you know, really quick, um, overall impressions of the show. Uh, this was really good. Like, I really love the showcase. Um, I think they had a great variety of AAA and AA games. And even when I'm thinking about, like, the games I didn't like, or what I didn't like was showed. 
it's so few and far between that like the ones that do stick out to me and are shown later um still my first impression of them were were strong so overall i thought this was a great showcase uh like i'm i'm thinking b b plus level because like it was a two-hour showcase i didn't look at my watch once mm-hmm. and i think there's 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 something yeah. to to say to that you know yeah yep mark any uh, any thoughts i know you didn't get to watch it live but um and yeah, i thought it was longer than it was um i th- yeah same like uh, just mirror what joe just said like it was it was solid there was something there for a lot of different types of gamers it didn't really go on too long even though it was a long showcase like i didn't find that it hung up in any particular spot it was uh it was it was a really strong showing I would agree. And I didn't think there was a lot of fluff filler, like, uh, you know, Schick man, whatever, back in the days where we had advertisers. I, I thought the advertising and those things which are necessary were limited. And I think really we got to focus on just the games and it was limited to where it was at. And we got a good showing from the big and the small, some big announcements, some small announcements. And I think they, they, they handled it very well. Um, and I, I think Jeff is getting better and better every year as he gets more funding to do what he wants yeah. and take away some of that things that he has to do. Um, so with that, I will go through all of the games and we will not comment any of them, and we'll go to what you're, what you loved, and what was not so much for you. Uh, so go there. We'll start with Mortal Kombat One. Begin entry there with gameplay. Very cool. Path of Exile Two. Sonic Superstars. We also got uh, Baldur's Gate Three. With that was a little bit fluffy. Uh, with a, basically a voice acting session. Uh, Spider Man Two gets a release date, and also reveal of their cool collector's edition. Uh, Witcher Season Three got a trailer. Lies of P got a demo announced and a release date. Sandland got announced. Uh, that is by the creator of Dragon Ball, Akira Toriyama. Ellen uh, Wake Two got extensive gameplay. John Carpenter's Toxic Commando got a trailer. That was weird. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2.0. Don't know what that was. It was just stuff, uh, but not the new Call of Duty we're expecting. Twisted Metal uh, TV trailer with Will Arnett speaking with uh, Joe Samoa's body. Samoa Joe's body uh, with Annie Mackey. Uh, Fortnite Chapter 4 Season 3 Wilds. Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth. There you go. Did I miss anything? I'm missing a couple of things, though. There, uh, okay. You did mention Prince of Persia. Oh, that's right. I blame Polygon. It's their link. Yep. Uh, did you mention Lego Dragon as well? I, I did not. Okay. That was a great Last point. Oh, that's right. Which is actually I mean, like more of a strategy turn-based game. Yeah. Uh, Pal World. Oh, Mark. Pokemon with guns. I can't uh, wait for you. Return to yep. Moria. Uh, if I'm missing something else, I'm. I apologize, but that's uh, it's a couple of things that I. I don't think I heard you say. So there we go. All right. Yeah. No, I blame Polygon for their bad link and not listening. Oh, that's right. The uh, uh, Space Marine 2. Co-op three players and then Nicolas Cage coming on screen for Dead by Daylight. Yep. Uh, I'm sure there's some other stuff. There was a few indies that were, um, what was the weird looking? um, Oh, uh, there was the Final Fantasy mobile game. Yeah, Which was a weird two. we got that, baby. Uh, no, there's uh, Yes, Your Grace. Oh, that so, looks uh, very cool. Another, it's a sequel, uh, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, there, yeah, there are a few others, I'm sure, that someone is going to be like, you're missing my favorite game. But, there, yeah, the, um, let's, yeah, we'll, 
Uh, Fay Farm. That one looked cute as hell. Um, Party Animals. There's a ton of stuff that was announced here. Holy crap. Yeah. A lot of it, a lot of it also a montage, but like for me, the highlights, I mean, that's Spider-Man pop. And I saw someone Mm. post the reaction to the release date. Um, That crowd went just crazy for it. Um, How how good was it to hear a live crowd crazy reaction after all these years? Yeah. And they were selling tickets. So it wasn't just like game critics. It was the, the, the public was there to watch a show that was run live and that, and there was zero, I don't know of any like glitches or anything weird that really made it seem weird or awkward. Yeah. Uh, And, and like, first off, I think it's time to start bringing these events back. Um, You know, as much as the directs are nice and and everything like that, it's convenient, all that. I think we're yearning to go out there and just cheer for video games. I, I think it's time. Um, I, I just think that the the one problem is all these companies have grandiose visions and they're not, you know, they're just like, keep it simple, stupid. Just, you know, don't have these wild expectations and I think you're going to be fine. But at the end of the day, I loved Spider-Man. I loved what I saw from uh, Final Fantasy Seven uh, Rebirth. Prince of Persia instantly was in. This was a showcase. I was like, I love this direction. And Mortal Kombat. Man, that game looks... How does it look so beautiful? And yeah, so viscerally just, just disgusting. I don't yeah. know. But like those were the Seamless. four games that... Yeah, <laughs> that just spoke to me. But there was a lot here, man. There was a lot of good stuff shown. Okay, I did discover a couple that we missed. Uh, Banishers, which is really cool, from Don't Nod, which is really cool. It's kind of like an action adventure. Uh, yes. uh, yeah. With your undead companion... Yeah, you're following your undead wife, and you're trying to yep. bring her back. Super yep. cool. It's a really good premise. Yep. Yeah. Witchfire, which looks kind of a, a, a game that looks like uh, by the people who did Painkiller, uh, kind of like an action-adventure game, and Mark just dropped his mic. That was a mic drop moment. Uh, Remnant 2 Remnant two got a release date. That's kind of like a, a Soulsborne with uh, guns. And then uh, Immortals of Vain, of Vain Evium from EA, which is kind of like your Hexen-type game. Uh, got a really good showing there. Under the Waves, uh, which is like kind of like you're a guy in the ocean, got announced. Uh, Honkai Star Rail gets a PS5 release. That name speaks to me as a honky. Um, <laughs> Black Desert Online got an expansion. Uh, Lisfanga, the Time Shift Warrior, where basically it's almost like a Hades, but you are sending f- like time-based versions of yourself to take out enemies, which is so crazy. Um, and then Throne and Liberty, don't know what that is. And I'm just it, oh, and we also got an Xbox custom Porsche uh, console. Yeah. Holy crap. I mean, that's oh, yeah. a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, it was Banishers. That was pretty awesome. I, li- I, I like what they're doing. I like the games are kind of like those underdogs that are doing something cool. So that was definitely the game that I just was really, really spoke to me. And, and, and I don't know if it'll be a, a winner or a loser, but I really enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, any other things we loved in this showcase? Joe? No, I mean, that's, that's all I got. Like, let's go Spider-Man. Can't wait to pre-order that or attempt to pre-order that on, uh, on Friday. That's going to be a whole lot of stress that I don't need. And I'll be very upset when uh PlayStation direct breaks on me again. So. Oh yeah. Joe, let me know. I am like console clause. I got P 
PS5s for so many people through PlayStation Direct, let me know. I'm gonna also going to get one as well. Um, yeah, uh, let me know, because I also want to get one. I'm not big into statues, but when I saw that one, I need a Spider-Man statue. Statue looks yeah. awesome. It's 19 inches tall. Venom yeah. and uh, Miles and everything. Can't wait for that game. Um, and Mark, um, quick yeah. question. What's your tipping point for getting a PlayStation 5, by the way? Uh it, it's going to happen eventually. Okay. Okay. Exactly okay. It's, see, my problem is I don't have the time to play the Xbox games I want to play. Throw a PlayStation in there, and I'm just going to feel bad that something's collecting dust. <laughs> don't worry. Eventually, like, just, I, you know, yeah. Eventually, your child will take over a system. And then you have to play right. the other system. That's work with me and Logan. It was the way it is. So, um, uh, really quickly, my my things that I loved: Prince of Persia. Love that game. We'll talk more about that game later. Sonic Superstars. I think that's so cool. I'm not a big Sonic guy, but that looked really fun. Reminds me of like Sonic, like a Super Mario 3D World. Love that. Uh, Space Marine 2. I love Space Marine 1. And the fact that they can play co-op is awesome. Yes. Oh, we'll be playing it together, Todd. Oh, my God. I cannot wait, Joe. We haven't played together before. I really want to play with you because I'm bad. I need someone to carry me. And you're stronger than I am. So your back will be a nice place for me to rest um, as you're carrying me through. Um, Pal World, Mark. How how excited are you for Pokemon with guns? Why? That's the the, <laughs> the category of the not so much for me. Uh, I love. I'm backing you up on the Prince of Persia, the Sonic, uh, Spider Man, Mortal Kombat. Like everything looks so good. There's a few like indie and smaller games, but like like Pokemon. Why do Pokemon need guns? I don't know. It just it just why there's not? something about like I I get the concept is funny for a second, but like it's one of those things that it's like that's a funny concept, and then you just see it, and it's like why does Pikachu have a gun? It's just I don't want that because Pikachu is practicing his Second Amendment right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's all he's doing. But Mark's, but Mark's from Canada. I don't know, Joe. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Well, see, yeah. Here you got vans blocking some bridges. We got pure freedom over here, Mark. Okay. And yeah, right. Charizard was at January 6th, but he was just sightseeing. He was just sightseeing and everybody just, oh, why was he there? Why did he? Because he liked Nancy Pelosi's office. He just wanted to see, you know, what the desks like. Was that real oak? That's why he put his feet on there. Like everybody just freaks out over nothing. You know, yeah. Alakazam said lock, lock, lock them up. Like who cares what Alakazam says? You know, he says a lot of things. He bent spoons with his mind. Like, just give him a break and give him a Glock. (laughs) Mark, like you never wanted to shoot Mr. Mime with an AK-47. Exactly. We got to find Mr. Mime and bring him to an end. Exactly. And, exactly. And Mr. Mime knows that that he's dead now because I because he it's it's yeah you've used your your mimicry to yeah make your, your speaking language bullets. exactly oh thank you tenacious D Joe yeah. you and you and Kyle ah. yeah I, I keep bringing this up keep bringing it up oh well um uh, so not so much so Mark power will be on it not so any other not so much is from SGF. Joe, anything for you? Oh, no, nothing. Someone's knocking at my door. One sec. Okay. Uh, for for me, the only other one was, um, what was the, the John Carpenter one called? Uh, um, Toxic Commando, which is, Toxic it's by Commando. the team that did um, World War Z, which they know how to that do did, the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That did so little for me. I'm just so over zombies and like big hordes of zombies that you just like shoot endless bullets into for no reason. Like I get it as a concept and it's, it's neat once in a while but like i just 
nothing about that game appealed to me at all. Um, and and it, it might be a genre thing. I'm sure it'll be fine for anyone that likes that zo- zombie, you know, horde kind of thing. But like, it just it did absolutely nothing for me. Joe, any not so muches? Yeah. yeah, I think that's probably the only one. But uh, honestly, if I can't remember it, it is what it is at this point. Nothing offended me. Like I even like the twisted metal like clip. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't hate it. Oh, yeah, yeah. The odd so, one for me was like the Marvel Snap. I mean, I like the game, but the oh, guy yeah. coming out just seemed clunky, right. and it didn't need a yeah. guy doing that. It was just like you could have put a trailer there. Other than that, he's, yeah, he's I, the, I didn't have any. Yeah, he's the we have a Greg Miller at home guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very very good take. So, Mark, would you like to walk us through the next showcase, which would be Xbox? Xbox. Or do, well, do, well, do you want me to do Digital Devolver really quick? If you want to do, I didn't even watch that one, so you guys okay. didn't cover it. I, I yeah, I'm going blind. I'm over it. I, okay. None of it appealed to me. Let's stop. Like, like Devolver, I oh my god, oh, we're so funny, we're so anti the culture. I I'm getting tired of it. Right. I'm getting tired of the punk rock nonsense mm. out of them. That's that's it, that's what my uh, that's what I got. Normally, you get the games that back up their behavior, right? You yeah. get that. You get the weird, like, interactive showcase because they can have it. You do some fun things, but there's also awesome games. This year, the only game I could say that stood out to me, which was a um, – and it, it really was – Devolver, for anybody who doesn't know it, they do a narrative for their showcases. It's typically a little adult, gross and weird. Uh, this year, they're focusing on their mascot named Volvi, which was this like weird character, which they gave a narrative, like a face fake narrative. Like he was a eight bit character and his, his creator was there and he's got a big hand and they tried to make it didn't, you know, after time he fell off and then he became, you know, try to make him cool and hip. He was forgotten. And they tried to bring him back again and make him really overly hip and things like that didn't work. And his, his, his developer walked away, try to bring him back again. And, essentially created this like weird robot created a weird black mirror type mascot event that got really, really weird and gross. And that was the summary of it. And the only thing I could give uh, a positive and my, I, I told, I think it's a game I saw like it's called wizard with a gun. It feels like yeah, don't starve plus different elements. I kind of liked it. And I could it's see where my rain. son would, would like it, but it's not a game for me, but that was the only game that stood out. So it's like if devolver doesn't deliver on the games and what they're doing is just, being very meme like which mm. it gets old it's it's a very yeah. hard to be edgy and cool and then when you don't deliver that i mean i don't know so yeah that was the only time i've seen devolver really not deliver on the game so um so not so much so anything else i mean it was very short i think there's four games that was the only game so not so much would be devolver needs to really either move on and do something new or or, Where was Lucky know. Squire? Like, there's just a lot of games. Oh my there. god, that's right. Last time we saw it was it was we saw it a couple years ago. We saw it at PlayStation again. No release date, nothing else there. Um, yeah, no demos or anything for that game. That's really my one of my most anticipated games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if you don't have enough, to, like, it's okay to sit one out. You know what I mean? Like, jump on yeah. with someone else. You don't have to always it, just like the for thing, four games that. Like, the thing cares? that I didn't like about that showcase was like. 
they're making fun of AI, right? And like, oh, r- robot, she like crap us out of game. That's like you're lazy, but you got two legs and you're walking. And then they show this developer game, like a, a game people actually made. It, feel, it felt like they're kind of making fun of the developers that are making the games. And by just saying, look at that, like, it seemed like they were just like underselling themselves in a way with this showcase. I don't think it was, that wasn't the right move. I don't think like it would have been better if like the game didn't work and go, well, okay, here's this game that made by a human, you know, I don't know the whole thing fell off. Very weird. If the joke Very doesn't weird. land and it's already a shit presentation, like it's yeah. it kind of just yeah. double poopies. Yeah, it, it, it becomes a, uh, you know, lower, you know, it basically, you just don't deliver at that same level. It's not shocking anymore because you're expecting the worst and it just mm-hmm. becomes like, okay, where are you at? So uh, with that, uh, now we're getting to Xbox. There was essentially an Xbox showcase June 11th. And then they had expanded uh, showcase after on uh, June 13th, which just happened, which we expected to just be more of what was going on with the developers and things like that. But they actually surprised us. Um, just a note on this showcase. I actually went to a movie theater to see the Xbox showcase an AMC with a friend of mine, Sean Nias, we went and we watched it with other gaming friends. So it was a really cool experience. They gave us 10 bucks. So thank you, Xbox. I'm not bought and paid for you with your snacks. Um, I didn't buy the Optimus Prime trailer popcorn holder or the Miles Morales or the Gwen Veniverse or the Fast Furious Dom's vehicle popcorn holder. Either. I know. I resisted temptation. Opportunities. I know. I don't know. I don't know how much popcorn actually be held in the trunk of a Dodge Charger. It's not much. Oh well. Um, Donnie Reese could tell me. Yeah. Yeah. Not so much. So, so Mark, tell us what happened on the Xbox Showcase on June eleventh. Oh right. Yeah. So I definitely I did not see the the extended showcase. So this is going to be all about the first one for a second. So the we we saw Fable, a great trailer with uh, Richard Ayode. Uh, IT crowd. What was that? IT crowd. From the IT yep. crowd, yeah, playing a, a giant and giving a, a great narration over the trailer. Uh, new game South of Midnight, stop motion, kind of um, really, really, really cool kind of look to it. I, yeah, awesome. Uh, we saw footage that's going to pop up again later, but from Ubisoft's Star Wars Outlaws. We saw 33 Immortals, which is a new co-op roguelike from Thunder Lotus. We saw Payday 3. We saw uh, a few Atlas games. The first one was Persona 3 Reload Remake. Uh, we got Avowed finally coming out 2024. Great. Uh, sea of Thieves got a new expansion or a new uh, more 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 content basically uh, that's dropping very, very soon, July 20. That Lucasfilm 20th. logo when it showed up, people were... Oh, yeah. yeah. Pooping their drawers. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Flight Simulator 2024. There's like jobs and stuff like that now, which I think could be a little bit more direction to that game. I think that's a good call. Uh, Senua Saga Hellblade 2. Got a uh, another very, very trippy trailer for that one. And, uh, and then some more, a, a little bit more look into that. Uh, like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. Uh <laughs> So very Austin Powers. They're using the Austin Powers trailer yeah. or game yeah. to sh- to hide a guy's schlong. An unrevealing trailer, I'll say. Uh, Fallout seventy six Game Pass. 
that game's still a thing apparently and it's song was great song was great yeah Yeah. y'all keep on doing the rundown i just gotta let my dog inside so but trust me i'm i i i I, I got this you go joe path of the goddess uh gorgeous but also grotesque uh, hack and slash from Capcom, which we saw again at the Capcom event. I thought uh, it was Forza on a motion mark. It made me very sad. <laughs> yeah. uh, Forza Motorsport is Forza Motorsport. What are you going to say? With Corvettes uh, and uh, yeah, Corvettes. Yep. Elder Scrolls Online still going. Uh, Necrom expansion, another trailer kind of thing that's going to come out eventually. Uh, Overwatch 2 got a new trailer some story stuff some hero stuff and uh some again game pass ultimate perks which is good if you're a fan of that game uh persona 5 tactica new persona strategy game uh don't nod is making a climbing game that's like you know climbing uh, mountains or whatever called jacent or I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but sure. anyway, that's uh, looks neat. Uh, looks very zen, very kind of calm for the most part, but uh, but still kind of exciting. Um, still wakes the deep. Another new one announcement trailer that's from the Chinese room. Uh, horror on an oil rig sounds a little um, a little yeah, close quarters. Uh, Cell shaded. Adventure Dungeons of Hinterberg was revealed. Looks uh, looks very pretty. Yes. Uh, then Keanu talked up Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty, the DLC coming up on September 26th. Uh, we got a look at City Skylines, a.k.a. SimCity, the next generation. I don't know. That's uh, launching in October. Uh, new RPG from the makers of Persona called Metaphor. Um, that a Fantasio. Cool. It's very French or no Re- Italian. Fant- yeah, yes, Fantasio. Yes, uh, right. I forgot there's an extra bit on there. Um, and then Towerborn we saw um, by the guys that made uh, Banner Saga, which uh, looks very very interesting. Um, and then a game that looked like uh, get big Bioshock vibes from this one. Clockwork yes. Revolution, new uh, first person shooter from in exile uh, yeah which they made the wasteland games which are typically more isometric like uh fallout those type of games so yeah it was a, it was a new spiel for them uh and then that was the first half of a two-hour presentation uh there was a starfield yeah. short trailer which i thought was odd but they gave us a little bit of a starfield there and they said oh by the way here's another hour of starfield yeah, it was it was strange, but I I think I get why they did that because for someone like me, who is pretty much just sold on Starfield already, it was nice to get a little trailer thrown in there for that, and not feel like I had to watch the extra hour. Yeah, I did. I left it on, but I paid attention to the first hour, and I passively watched the Starfield thing. If there was something that I heard because they were describing a lot of it and walking through gameplay and all that kind of stuff, if there was something I heard that perked my interest, I you know I, I think I was moving Pokemon around at that time actually, so I'd, I'd put my switch down and I you know rewind it for a couple of seconds and kind of you know continue watching the interesting bit or kind of like oh that looks pretty okay cool look you know move this around or do that, um, 
so I, I get that. I get why they did that. I think, and I think that was a really good call because Starfield showed really, really well, I think. But if you're, if you want to go in blind that and, and skip that next hour, they let you do that, but still kind of remind it like this is our big game. So I thought that was a good call. Yeah. And we, we watched, we sat, we were in the theater, so we couldn't look at our phones. We had to watch the whole thing. Um, I was actually surprised it, I, for, for some reason I thought it was going to be 90 minutes of, um, everything else and only like 30 minutes of Starfield. We got essentially an hour of everything and then an hour of Starfield deep dive. So if you wanted to stick around and learn everything about Starfield, that was a perfect way to do it. So, um, and not reading a magazine article or do things like that. So, um, I thought they did a great job doing that, but I could, it, I can see where it's too much, or maybe you didn't want to stick around and see all of that. But if you wanted all your questions answered, definitely, except for the frame rate and resolution, because yeah. they didn't say it there, they said it after. Yeah. But yeah. Um, there you go. And by the way, Starfield is going to be at 4K30 on Xbox Series S. That's where it's locked. You don't have any options to change anything. That's what it is. And they said it's from a creative decision, not from a technical. It's what they viewed their creative vision. It's going to be 1440-30 on Series S. And on PC, there is no creative vision. Do what you want, because you can crank it up. So enjoy that. <laughs> I, people are up in arms about that. I would rather locked at 30 yes. than aiming for 60 and dipping. Yes. If they can have a steady 30 frames a second, give me that all day long. Then when this part's 60, this part's 54, this part's yeah. 30, this part's 20, this part's 60 again. Like it's if they can just solid deliver on on 30, like yeah, do it. Let's go. Yeah. And and I would say most people don't realize unless they have an alternative and they're looking side by side. It is what it is in this instance in this game. The, yeah, this is not as big of a deal as anyone's making out to be. In, uh, you know, every every person that is not putting their foot in their mouth saying, listen, the deeper we get into this generation, 30 is going to be the standard thing again. So like. You, you, you know, I think Jeff Grubb said it best. You, you got 60 on a lot of these games because you're playing PS4 and Xbox games. Uh, series, yep. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Yeah. Enhance at yep. this point. And now we're starting to leave that this year. And that's why you're starting to see that come into fruition. That being said, though, with a PlayStation 5 Pro being rumored, I think PlayStation sees that there are people that want to play at the highest fidelity slash frame rate possible and that that could be something for them but listen 30 is fine everybody's freaking out over literally nothing as long as it doesn't dip you're gonna be a-okay here guys yep um and that was the other thing like xbox went in a very different direction with a new console announcement of a black series s with more storage so they were like hey we know people don't want you know locked in at 30 frames a second but deal with that for now here's more storage in a black console so thumbs up yeah because you got to do it because quite honestly these games are optimized for x and s they can't go on external storage so you got to give them more storage because you you don't want call of duty gears the collection and then just one game it's like i'm out what am i gonna do because it's a digital console it's like ah, i could just post it download everything so it becomes a snare and it's there now do we have any indication that the We'll still get the baseline S two, or is that going away? No, you're still getting the baseline. Yeah. Okay, so it's a fifty dollars difference. Get 
that's why I sold my S because I'm like, you're going to have to get more storage. It's more expensive. That's why I got the X getting this for 50 more bucks. It's a no brainer because even their storage they're bringing out now that's better is still really expensive until they get this stuff down to a limited price. That's it's cheap. Get as much storage you can natively and you'll be good to go. So I think it's cool. Um, neat to see that they did that. Um, and, um, and I always say this to people, PC uh, games have a hard time getting to 4K60 with anything less than like almost an $800 graphics card. And I'm going to be building a PC this year. So think about that. The fact that we've got 4K60 on devices that cost only $500, uh, you've been essentially gifted. And th- the more hardware we give these devs, you think they're not going to do more with it. So it just becomes a hardware. It just becomes crazy. So enjoy it because people can enjoy Zelda at, at 7, 20, 30. And I think no one complained about that. I think, and that's where I think we live today. So at that point, um, so it's, it's, it's almost like two shows, but it's not really two shows. We also got the second show, which I'll go really quick, really quick, really quickly on that was not much was announced with the extended showcase. But um, if you're a game pass owner, you're getting more. Um, they essentially announced 12 games like indie games that are coming to game pass, which are great, especially at claim games. One of those is neon white. Neon White has been getting all these acclaims. It's great on Switch and everything. You're getting it free on Game Pass. I'm going to check it out. That's really cool. Uh, Star- sea of Stars. That's a game that people are loving as from like a uh, Chrono Cross, uh, Chrono Trigger style of game. Uh, that's coming out. That's also coming to that game. Uh, but what if they also announced was um, we got a uh, more information about from the developer. And one of the cool things is we found out there's actually women making games. There was a women what? woman lead developer who was interviewed along with Tina Mina Amini from IGN talking to these developers. And that's what we got to see. Um, there was very few women and people of color shown on these stages. And the fact that we got this with Xbox and I hope we get more is awesome. So Vowed looks that's awesome. Why I'm just so upset. Yeah. That's why I'm just so upset, you know? Yeah. Typical Joe. Typical Joe. <laughs> Hates diversity. That's yep. right, my God. Yep, he wants to see more men like me. It's like, That's why is there right. more people that look like Todd? I want things? bald white men here. Nothing Space else. Marines. Space Marines take the right. lead. <laughs> no one but Doug Bowser. I want him to read the back of every box on stage and walk off impressed with himself that he knew all the words. Exactly. Get, get good. Out. Get, get good people of color <laughs> right. is what right. they would say. Um, uh, just kidding. Um, Discover uh, Towerborn got a really good uh, discussion with um, talking about the game, more about it. looks really great. This is going to be, but this, this is crazy that we got the team that made, um, what was that te- the game um, where they go down to the depths, they go crazy. Um, what is that game called where they go crazy? Oh, they go down. Um, they hallucinate, uh, you lose people in your party, but they're making new games that are fun. And this is a four hour, this is a four person co-op game where you get your personality. You get to have fun. This looks like castle crashers in better graphics and more realistic and a lot of fun. So that game's coming out. Phil Spencer played 33 immortals with the developers. Um, my only problem with this game is I don't know how you make 33 of those little guys fighting look different enough that I don't know who I am. 
I will lose track of who I am. I do it in Diablo already. I don't know who I am. <laughs> I'm killing something, maybe. Yeah. Um, we also got a Cyberpunk 2077 interview with Keanu Reeves, which is really cool. Um, High on Life got a DLC called High on Knife, which I think is the greatest pun I've ever heard. Um, but that is not going to be part of Game Pass. You have to pay for that. So enjoy that um and then we are also getting uh, a deeper dive with lies of p one of joe's favorite games even though it hasn't even come out yet um Very we good. got uh, loved it. oh my goodness paris lily got to go to um a foreign country to talk about the dune expansion in microsoft's flight simulator which right. is just crazy and i could just see them taking that concept of Oh, what planet and what series of game avatar? You're going to fly one of those weird Navi things in across uh, their, 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 their weird world. So I could just see them taking that concept with Flight Simulator and just going to these weird worlds. Very cool. Uh, Senua Sagas Hellblade, they talked about that they're doing more behind the scenes of their um, filming of their cinematics, which they said they're done. Um, and then other than that, uh, boo, 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 a first descendant gameplay that I don't know anything about, but they show that it's coming to Xbox in August 28th, a uh, new game called Mech go Mecha ball is announced. Uh, Lamplighters League. This is a new game by the, sh the creators of Shadowrun Trilogy and Battletech that is also coming out October 3rd of this year. And Lightyear Frontier shows off its mech-based multiplayer farming simulator that's coming out as well. And Phasmophobia, which is a spooky game, is coming out on Xbox Series S and X. And then you're getting 10 free games on Game Pass, including one game that made me laugh. It's a fighting game with drag queens, which I didn't get. Nice. But oh, well, do you really want to fight? A, you want to really beat up drag queens? I guess maybe you can. Um, and well, I know there's some people more. that are upset at Target would love that game. Exactly. Know? And then Hi-Fi Rush is really mad at me at this moment. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> would love that game. Exactly. So I guess... There you go. And then Hi-Fi Rush is getting new arcade challenge modes, which makes the game even harder, which is not for me. But there you go. Um, so that is their extra expanded edition. Uh, so very cool there. So with that, what did you guys love from the Xbox Showcase? Uh, I mean, I'll go first. Because, uh, Todd, we have differing opinions on this one game. I can't wait to have, you know, have your thoughts on this. Um. Senua Saga, Saga Hellblade 2. Um, that was one of the most impressive trailers that I have seen because that is in-game. Um, though, listen, I'm always the I'm always akin to thinking like if you show me anything that says in-game anything, I'm not gonna believe you until I get the controller in my hand and I'm playing it and there's a UI there. Um because listen, like Fable looks great. It's like this is actual in-game. It's running on a Series X. That's great. But like, but uh, but Jedi Survivor looked better in those cinematics. You know what I'm saying? Or those those in-game moments um, when you weren't behind the sticks. So I'm still mm. skeptical. And when those games come out and they prove me wrong, I think that just goes to show how impressive uh, these devs are. So that said, Hellblade looked phenomenal. And playing it, or sorry, and watching it with my headsets on, um, mm. hearing all the voices like in her head, and it was just, it was incredible. Like it was just incredible. I loved that trailer so much, and it is to me. I think Starfield being there is great, and all that was the game of show for me. 
was just mm. Senua having played the first game, um, seeing the second one. It's like this is this is this is no longer a double A game. This is full blown triple A. They they have the money to make this big, and they are. Um, the one afterwards that I love is Cyberpunk. Ooh, we Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty looks so good. And guys and gals, I'm here. I'm here to tell you that they have overhauled this entire game. So from top to bottom, stem to stern, perks, combat, uh, just how the the world interacts with you. This one DLC really, I think, takes everybody's critiques with the original and places it here and says, "Listen, we we've heard you guys loud and clear. This is the definitive version." to to now play an experience as someone who came into cyberpunk back in october and fell in love with the playstation 5 version i cannot wait to see what phantom liberty has to offer so that's that's my my second one um my third one shown here is also at ubisoft so i'll i'll get into that one a little bit but that was a little i, I was a little apprehensive because i i don't usually trust ubisoft that much in terms of showing me things and the art style was a little worrisome but that's star wars outlaws which again we'll get to later um and then i absolutely loved 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 starfield i was surprised how much how i walked away from that presentation being so so I've I've always looked at Starfield going, okay, this looks cool. This looks interesting. But what am I doing here? Right? Like this and knowing Bethesda Bethesda Softworks, I'm like, they they usually bite off more than they can chew here. And I don't know. I, I I'm skeptical. Seeing Starfield in in that deep dive again, that hour-long presentation sold me on the game it's not my most anticipated game this year it's still spider-man 2 by a country mile but starfield now had me for someone who was just like "Eh, i don't i don't think so bud to okay i'm excited and i bought that controller and i'm a big dumb idiot for doing so joe those triggers those triggers i've never seen triggers as beautiful that's what's driving those triggers that are clear you can see inside them i've never seen another controller do that it's so beautiful yeah yeah, I, I mean, Xbox had the best showcase that they can possibly have. And as a PlayStation guy, and I'm watching this, and listen, again, I'm a PlayStation guy, so not everything is... I can sit back and go, oh, wow, that looks cool, but I'm I'm not going to, you know, stop playing my PlayStation for it, right? Like, I'm, I'm happy for you Xbox fans. Also, shout out to Fable. Fable is one of my favorite Xbox games. Um, that would be my fourth one. But, like... Starfield is one of those games where I'll, I'll put down my PlayStation co- controller for, for sure. And mm. seeing the Xbox community excited and ecstatic for what they showed off here. And it they are now really boasting, hey, we're here to give you four great games every single year exclusive mm. to the Game Pass pla- uh, platform. That's And I, and I think they, they, they hit it out right out of the park here because though you had forza there was no mention of 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 gears there's no mention of halo at all here this is just really a lot of fresh ip here even like senua saga you know that that wasn't played by millions of folks so like hellblade 2 is going to be the first in that series for a lot of people Mm -hmm. um my only maze um is avowed uh 
I was very excited for Avowed seeing that shown off in the change of art style, though I understand why, you know, they have now three uh, fantasy RPGs, Fable, Avowed, and Elder Scrolls. They got to be different from each other. Um, So that's probably why Avowed's art got changed probably midway through. But I, I just don't like the direction they took with it. That being said, though, this is Obsidian and they're really talented. So. I still have faith that that game's going to be really good. Uh, also, Clockwork uh, Revolution. This is not a con. I actually just I I dug what they're doing there. It looks different, uh, though. I'm not completely in love with like the 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 artwork there. I, I get it, mm. steampunk. It's cute. There's just something missing there. Like there's a missing little you know, puzzle piece there that to, to get me fully on board. Um, still looks great. And again, in exile one hell of a talented studio so if you're an xbox fan i can see why you guys are cheering and if you're a playstation fan i get why you're jaded that you're not (laughs) because that playstation showcase was uh not good so joe we got a little bit of your what you love and not so much right so is it you're you're good okay cool 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 so mark um yeah thank you so mark what was your uh what did what did you love uh yeah starfield i mean Super excited, like we were saying before. Uh, you know, I, w- I was sold on that. I didn't need the deep dive, but I'm, I'm glad we kind of like I could passively kind of watch it just to get a little bit more. Uh, one surprise for me was South of Midnight. I love the art style, that stop motion kind of look. Um, the soundtrack I think is going to be great, like some some good kind of like southern kind of just I, I just love that whole southern presentation. Girl. It's it's going to be cool. Um, I even liked Avowed, but I do get what you're saying of like, there's a lot of like fantasy RPG, like same kind of looking. Like if you show me three screenshots, I'm going to be like, I don't know, Elder Scrolls maybe. Uh, and it, it's three different games, right? Like it, it's, what are they going to do to to really make it stand out? So I, I, I'm i curious about that one, but it, it does, again, I trust the devs and, and stuff. Um, I'm trying to think of something that Joe didn't mention uh <laughs> i don't know uh for me the 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 not like stuff i thought this was an amazing showcase and as an xbox guy i'm like so so happy with this whole thing um so the only bad things i can really say are like i don't know i guess there was some stuff that's not really for me uh like i'm super happy that xbox got some persona and stuff and like some really japanese looking games because they've you know, traditionally missed persona. That stuff. They got so much persona. <laughs> so, so happy for the people like that. Yeah. They just like, they don't really do anything to sell Capcom new IP. Come on. How uh, often does Capcom show up with the new IP? Same, same thing with city skylines. Like if you're that kind of city yeah. building meticulous, kind of like planning kind of person, like that's awesome for you. Did absolutely nothing for me. I was just like, okay, let's move on. Um, so that, that, you know, there, there were some hits and misses, for me personally, but overall, I thought this was uh, such a really great showing. Um, that's the first yeah. time we saw what was it one Path of the Goddess that kind of was a trick out for you, Todd? Um, again, but yeah, I thought it was going to be on Amusha. Nope. Adding, adding away from Monkey me. Island to to see that was that was a great that was a great ad. Yeah, so good, so good. So I, I was just kind of happy overall, and again, like the only bad things I can say were like I don't know, some games aren't. Like for like payday three, I'm like, I don't know. It looks like more payday. I'm not going to play it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like if you're a payday fan, cool. That's great. 
Like it wasn't a bad showing of uh, any particular game. Like some were for me, some were for not like everything has its audience. So uh, I, I, yeah, I, I didn't really think there was a dud in this whole, this whole presentation. Well, gentlemen, I am a PlayStation fan. So just like Joe, um, but <laughs> but I felt this was a much better uh, showcase than what we got from PlayStation because Xbox is saying what's coming. And for PlayStation, they left me feel like I don't know what first person like solo games I'm going to play in PlayStation from that uh, from first party in 2025, which or 2024, which is frustrating for me because I love PlayStation's, uh, you know, those solo experiences. So but with this. We're getting a lot and we are getting four games from Xbox first party in 2024. We're getting kind of like their wrap up with Forza, which is not for me. And we're also getting Starfield. So they kind of made their promise to get what we did, got from first party and also from third party, which is great. Um, they didn't deliver on everything in the showcase is going to be on Game Pass. So it's some games you're going to pay for it. But still, like 20 of the 29 games are on Game Pass. That's a big win. PlayStation PS Plus. We're not getting any of those games for free. Sorry, right. folks, yeah. for day and date. So that's just like where their differences, where they're at with PlayStation. They want you to pay full for because their experiences are great. And Xbox still needs to get their fan base in base. What I loved is Starfield made me want this game after think, forgetting that we almost forgot that Bethesda makes great games. We're like, yeah. oh, Bethesda's not going to deliver. I'm like, no, they made Skyrim. They made all these great games that people love. Thank you for making us believe that. And I'm hearing that this game has the least amount of bugs from Bethesda game than any other game they've ever made. Great. Man, I, I wouldn't have said that play. out loud. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you I, had to address the, the, the room, gonna, Joe. It's like, gonna, yeah. You're going to jinx it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, I, I finally didn't uh, get uh, audited by the IRS, said Trump. No, just kidding. Yeah, it's one of those statements. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, but yeah, I think they delivered on showing us some games that we wanted to know about, even though we don't know if they're actually really going to come out. Um, one of the things I think that they kind of lied about was, oh, we're not going to show any CGI trailers, but sure enough, they showed a lot of cutscenes, which is not gameplay. And that's where I feel like a lot of this, I don't, I, I love where Feelable's going. I don't think there was any of me actually doing anything in the game. That was all a cutscene. So I don't feel that's again, real if that, representative if that of the game. ends up being the real deal, Okay, fine. Like, I don't know, Joe. I, I think that looks too good to be realistic on these consoles because I love the Fable series. But that's what I feel like. A lot of this felt like it's not going to be actually like it's going to be a cutscene rather than as you play. Because it's an engine, but it's a cutscene, but it's not actually you doing the actual playing of exactly. the game, which is I, which was disappointed. I want more of me playing the game and showing me what I'm doing versus seeing. And I feel like we got a I lot more of that next box than we did. I want to see that Fable exactly what am i doing i'm i'm kicking chickens myself not in a cutscene. um so with that uh but fable look great i love that i love the theme uh vow looks awesome we are not going to get a skyrim until like 2029 which mean make me really ancient so i'm glad we're getting that i like what we're going powerborn looks awesome it's a game i can play with friends i like that clockwork revolution makes me feel like bioshock infinite since we haven't gotten a new bioshock in forever i love that gameplay i think we got a little bit of gameplay maybe i don't know but there's uh time mechanics too which is pretty cool like that uh gave me dishonored vibes too which i like mm. uh south of midnight looks like a leica movie come to life which is pretty cool if you like kubo the two strings those type of movies i like that but once again i don't know what the hell i'm doing this game i just know it looks cool so I, I want more 
understanding of what I'm going to do in this game. They're just, they're just showing me a cool cutscene. Um, uh, Cyberpunk DLC, I need a PC to play that game. I cannot play it on console. My son's already beat it on console. And he loves it, and he's so excited. I want to play more of that. Um, Dungeons of Hinterberg, this looks so cool. I've just been to Europe. This looks like a European girl going on these adventures in a real world and having cool powers. So very, very cool. That's where I stand. Very impressed because so much is coming that I'm not going to have to pay for. Really, really awesome. Um, to the not so much, I kind of already addressed a lot of that, but this is going to break Joe's heart. Um, Senua Saga. I was sitting next to my friend, saw that. He says, I have no clue what the hell is going on. And that's a failure for anybody who didn't play the game. It didn't tell me what is the journey. If you played it already, you get it. If you didn't, it was a horrible showing because it didn't tell me anything about it. I thought the first showing was great because we're doing some things. But um, it's immersive, but that looked like a cutscene again. It didn't look like when I'm doing something in a game. I totally get it, the immersive, the voices, and what she's dealing with her struggle. I just think it failed on a level of bringing people in to say, why do I care about this character versus muddling voices, things going on, and no version of like what the overall story was. So to me, that was like, that was a big loss. And I felt like bored because I'm like, I get it, but show me something new. And I got what I bought for it was so more exciting and invigorating. So that to me was a not so much where I think they lost it because what I didn't like about Hellblade, the first game, the gameplay and the mechanics and those things are not great. So Except for like a kind of reminds me of like those games. Uh, what is the series called where it's like almost like a telltale game? Is it True Colors? What is it called? Oh, if you're strange. Exactly. It feels like that with a little bit more uh, creative, which is never going to be the biggest game in the world. It's never going to bring in a bunch of people. It feels like that with a little bit of combat. So I worry that this is not going to be the game that Xbox wants it to be because uh, it's it's not going to have God of War elements where it has that great story plus fantastic combo. You feel it. So I feel like they didn't show me why this game is going to feel better than the last one. It's going to be it's going to have that great gameplay and also fantastic storytelling and making me love this world because I dropped off the first game because I felt like the mechanics and play like it's not grabbing me. It's like. I just don't feel the world. I like the story where it's going, but the actual mechanics and why I play a game just were lacking. And I don't feel like more budget is going to give them that because I think Ninja Theory is a great studio. I've loved everything they've done because they've had great mechanics. And I felt like Hellblade was something where the mechanics felt subpar. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping they do something else to say, we do all of this in our mechanics and our gameplay and maybe our combat will be excellent as well. So we can bring the two together. If it's just Microsoft's yeah. budget's going to come in. I hope so. You know, yeah. Hellblade 2, remember, yeah. it was a double A game. Um, and PlayStation had the chance of making that an exclusive. And they Absolutely. Did. It was timed, I think. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, to me, seeing what Ninja Theory has done in the past, playing the first game, loving the first game, to me, there's always this air of mystery. Like, Fable didn't tell me really what much that game's about. Like, it just has to capture me in a sense of, mystery and what's going on and um you know wanting to find out what's what's happening here and i think that's what hellblade did for me and and again this comes from me playing the first game and enjoying it um but yeah i again i like to me it's like i i understand why you didn't like it in the theater because you were wearing headphones like yeah. when you well, and I felt bad for my friend who who hadn't played the game the first game he's like i don't know what's going on i feel like because you said not many people played it showing them that 
makes it feel even more like nebulous. It's like, oh my God, it, that's something I think you show later on as a cutscene, not a reason to play versus, it, it feels out of context. So, um, so that's like related. Yeah, they, they, they gave you three trailers. I think one of them dived a little bit into combat and like yeah. you're not as secluded and this one is like you're secluded. What's happening? That felt like the the in in uh what was it uh, the second Star Wars sequel film where Ray is looking at the mirror and talking about who I am. That's exactly like a scene I felt like they were going with, and I'm like, okay. Totally get it. But um, I know we're running long. Uh, Mark is getting tired and he's going to fall off. Uh, so uh, I, I think uh, we it's will skip the Capcom. Sh- exactly. Speed. Yeah. The Capcom showcase. I think we'll skip that because there was nothing there, really. So, awful. Nothing there. Awful. Yeah, it was not a, not, not a good conference. Uh, Ubisoft forward. Um, beyond that, um, I will say there are really only three surprises. Prince of Persia. Yeah. Uh, we got the Assassin's Creed VR game, which would just yep. no gameplay, uh, which was disappointing. Mirage, we saw more of that game. And then we saw a mobile game that looked like a um, Ninja Warriors game. Assassin's Creed, lots of huge hits with the, their classic characters joining them. Uh, we got uh, Motorsport, the crew Motorsport, which was a game I thought already came out, to be honest. We got Just yeah. Dance showing again. Uh, we got... Um, I guess uh, Rayman's joining Mario versus Rabbids. That was yep. big. Um, let's see. What else am I missing? Because I know there's some cool things. We got Avatar. That was pretty cool. Uh, that is like Far Cry and Avatar combining to make a baby. Um, and then we got, uh, what was the last game that I really loved? Because we got the Prince of Persia. We already saw that as well. Oh, that's right. Star Wars. <laughs> so I'm going to give it over to you, gentlemen, because you are the big Star Wars fans. I loved it. I thought that trailer was so good. I told Sean Nias, I said, watch this at the highest resolution you can because it's 10 minutes of glory. So take and it away. That's- that's what it. Mark, you want to go first? Yeah, uh, sure. I like I've been going sure. first. Uh, yeah. Holy crap! Uh, Star Wars Outlaw Outlaws looks so good. It's the CD underbelly. It's in between Empire and Return of the Jedi. We see Han Solo frozen in carbonite briefly. There's just so much great stuff in this trailer. Uh, it's, it's very different. I'm so glad that we got, uh, Jedi survivor and that was the over the top mm-hmm. Jedi force powers, lightsabers, all that kind of stuff, because this one is ground level gritty GTA in space. Like it's, it's such a perfect companion piece for star Wars lore. As far as mm-hmm. I'm concerned, uh, I love the the character looks amazing. The little sidekick, uh, axolotl cat kind of Nyx looks amazing. Um, like new favorite Star Wars creature for sure. Uh, it just it showed off so so well. It just it looks like an amazing game, and I I cannot wait to play this one. It's yeah. like I said, just it's such a great companion piece for Jedi Survivor and very different kind of areas in star Wars, very different takes on it. Uh, high level ground level. It's, it's going to be amazing. It looks awesome. Uh, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you hit the nail on the head when it comes to great companion piece. Cause this is 
similar to Jedi Survivor in many ways, right? Like this is a third person action over the shoulder. Uh, This one's more open world than Survivor for sure. But like you had the perspective of a Jedi and now you're having a a perspective of a smuggler. Um, That's where I'm completely in because my favorite type of character in Star Wars is not the Jedi. It's not the Sith. It's the people that are in between. Mm. It's smugglers, like, like Mandos, like, those are the type of characters that I vibe with the most. So like my favorite character in star Wars is Han Solo. Cause he's having fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, uh, K K K I think K Voss, I think is her name or yeah. Um, yes. K is having fun. Like she's quirky. She's, she's, you know, she's, she's a shit talker just like Han is like, she has all the elements of what we know a smuggler to be like quick witted and all that. Um, I am again, as, as a huge star Wars fan, I need to also preface this huge star Wars fan. This is the game I've always wanted and it's made Mm -hmm. by a really good studio. So that's where I get completely sold on it because you're a smuggler. You're raiding a Pike facility for probably spice. And you know, you're having these shootouts that like one guy puts out a shield and then you switch your blaster to, you know, make it so that it, distorts their shield so you could give a good whack at them like you're having firefights with folks you're telling nicks to go grab you an assault weapon on the ground so you can you know kill the guys at range and then speed away and then all of a sudden you get a call from your buddy going okay so that job we can't work with the pikes for a while and after that call ends you see the the reputation with the pikes have gone down it's like this 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 RPG mechanic that I love because you're just a shitty smuggler playing all sides so well. And then like you have like the negotiation scene where you're negotiating with like an Imperial spy and, uh, and a, and a Mon Calamari right there. And you're like the, the, the Imperial spies like, well, you know what? I'll let you slide. If you pay the tax, and you're like, hell with you. I ain't going to pay the tax. So as you walk out of the cantina, you all of a sudden, bam, you're wanted and you see your name on the screen. You're like, we got to go. Yeah. And then what I thought was like, okay, this was a good trailer. This is it. It's over. And I love uh, I love our buddy Dutch in the chat going, we were watching on the side going, oh, no, dude. I'm like, what do you mean? No. And as we're flying out, and I'm like, okay, so we're going to hit a, a cutscene like Starfield. This is great. No. No, we're in space. <laughs> yeah. We're flying out there and it, and it becomes, you know, one of my favorite games, Shadows of the Empire, had those awesome space sequences as well. So, like, I am on a planet. I am flying out of the atmosphere into the goddamn space. And I'm having, like, like firefights with, like, TIE Interceptors. Like, this is my dream video game. Like, yeah. again, playing Shadows of the Empire as a six-year-old kid, just mind-blown this is what happened again here as a 31 year old man. My mind is blown. Star Wars is so dang cool. This was my, this was my game of the entire show. Like forget Ubisoft, like Starfield's cute. I love it. Like, you know, Final Fantasy Rebirth. That's cute. Whatever this right here. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Y'all. This is the, my dream Star Wars game. So I am, and you can see me uh, uh, on the trophy reacting screen, just being really giddy because, like, this is—I'm seeing it. Like, I'm just 
it's like it's life star wars is life i love it love yeah. it yeah yeah stellar yeah it, me too game of the show for me like game yeah. of the weekend whatever you want to call it like amazing and that's like yes i run a star wars podcast have a star wars tattoo yes i love star wars it's life but I'm also a very, very big Assassin's Creed fan, and you're putting me inside the Animus in a VR set. Cool. Mirage going back to its roots. Awesome. Awesome. A mobile game that doesn't look like a gotcha mechanic, like piece of shovelware. Amazing. Let's go. Assassin's Creed's firing on all cylinders. We got a weird little song from Skull and Bones that I thought was freaking hilarious because that game's just vaporware. Uh, But like Star Wars Outlaws. Just pack it up and go home. Like yeah. so good, so good. So good. Todd, so good. How you feeling as like the Star Wars critic of all critics? Yeah, you know, uh, um, I wasn't I, after playing Jedi Survivor. I'm like, I don't know if I need another Star Wars game because I don't know what they're gonna do because I love that game so much. And then what they said is like, oh, we're just gonna make an Uncharted game. Thank you. Please do. Plus, you're going to be doing, uh, you know, all these cool things with the companion. You can tell them what to do. Then you're going to be out in space with space combat. Then you're going to be doing uh, driving a vehicle and shooting things. So I'm like, that's what they're going to do. They're going to give me experiences I haven't had forever in a Star Wars game. So thank you very much because I love I love Star Wars is great to watch. It's best to play. And that's where I feel. Mm. I want to be in that universe and doing things. It's great. 10 minutes. It looks beautiful. Watch it in the highest resolution you can. It's great. All I will say is, though, Ubisoft needs to invest in better cameras, better production for their showcase, because it feels like this was 2010 and not 2023. (laughs) And it was clunky and weird. And uh, yeah, it was an odd showcase. But there was something for everybody. They had a lot there. And Mark, I mean, as an Assassin's Creed fan, you got to be eating good because you're getting VR, you're getting mobile, and you're getting the 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 the, the basically a, a throwback to something you haven't had for many many years. So congratulations yeah. to you. Yeah. Nexus VR instantly like wish listed on my Quest Two. Like I am, I am ready to go with Assassin's Creed. Where's the if gameplay they though? Show Star Wars would have been good, yeah. but like they showed Star Wars. So yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I just was yeah. disappointed they didn't show gameplay of the VR game, and they said that. I'm yeah. like, is it going to be it's a game so where you're puking? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And, and it's so hard to show off VR yeah. without being in VR. And yeah. I, I find, yeah. especially on Quest, where you're running on mobile hardware, yeah. and it look, I've never seen a Quest game really, really show well. But when you're in it and you're immersed in it, it's like, this is amazing. I am fully in this world. And then you see a trailer of it and you're like, that looks like the most blocky N64 shit I've ever seen. But like, why does it feel so good to be inside, like inside that world? So honestly, after playing uh, Call of the Mountain. Yeah, this this is this is I I have no. Oh, that's, this is gonna be great. Yeah. I hope they yeah. pull it off. Yeah, yeah, and I, I hope it comes to PSVR too. Uh, don't just oh, keep well. it on one platform. Let everybody play. Yeah, yeah, very good, very good. Well, that is it. Um, we kind of made all of our announcements, uh, but we want to hit really quick. This is what our Patreons said and our members of Discord really quick said really quick. I'll take Famous Seamus. He says, as for the games, excited for, of course, Persona 3 Reload, Persona 5 Tactica are on the top of my list. Others include the new Prince of Persia, Avatar, Star Wars Outlaws, Starfield, not Stanfield, um, Assassin's Creed Mirage, 33 Immortals, Clockwork Revolution, MK1, Spider-Man 2 release date, and uh, Alan Wake 2. 
the winner gamer said there's honestly a crazy amount to be excited about also i'm a billion percent down for Star Wars Outlaws, which seems to be Star Wars Red Dead Redemption 2, which has been my dream idea in my head. I need to rewatch and catch up because I was dealing with a sick child and brother's bachelor weekend. Good luck. I, I saw that he was on a bus that broke down and he wasn't getting where he needed to go. So oh, no. hopefully he made it. <laughs> yeah. Man, we are eating good, gentlemen. Uh, E3 is dead, but what we're getting right now is more so than maybe we ever got. We missed Nintendo, but PlayStation already happened, so it's been a crazy, crazy time, and there are more games than we have time to play. So, Joe, it's late. Yeah, it is. Give us your uh, proclamation of awesomeness. My proclamation of awesomeness. Listen, gang, y'all, hi, my name is Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Babbitt on Twitter. Uh, you can catch all the zany stuff I do over there. Please stop yelling at me so much. And if you are going to send me hate mail, at least just spell it right. Okay. Jeez Louise. This past week has been bonkers. It's been crazy. But honestly, video games are just amazing and firing on all cylinders you can watch this week's episode of the trophy room live on wednesday night uh, at ps trophy room on youtube you can watch or catch us on all your podcast feeds over at the trophy room a playstation podcast made by the players for the players where each and every thursday me and my best friend kyle talk about the latest the greatest in all things playstation of course this week we'll also be summarizing all the greatness shown at summer games fest we'll also be deep diving into the final fantasy 16 beta or sorry opening impressions and then next week afterwards just to keep you guys hooked uh we'll be interviewing ben star the lead actor of final fantasy 16 it's a 49 minute interview of just pure greatness the man is a gosh dang treat And uh, we've been hanging on to that for a month because Ubisoft has been secretly pointing a gun at us under the table. So Ubisoft is holding the Xversoft. We're really excited to share (laughs) anything I say more. (laughs) I'm afraid. (laughs) They're holding a picture of my family. Be better, Squaresoft. Yes, be better. That's awesome, Joe. Congrats. You guys are doing great things. So many reviews being awesome. We love you. Uh, Keep doing awesome things. Yes. Mark, tell people where they can find you. You can find me everywhere as uh, at the underscore Canardian. That's that's it. That's uh, any platform you're on. I'm probably there too. So hit me up. Uh, for me, Tioxtra on Twitter primarily. And just once again, check out secretfriendsunite.com for all our stuff. Uh, check out uh, at secretfriendsu for the latest we have coming up and our Patreon uh, group at patreon.com slash secretfriendsunite to see all the cool stuff we're doing there and get yourself a free trial. And if you want to join us, go to our Discord group and uh, we'll enjoy talking with you and having adventures in the world of video games. So this has been a journey. Joe, thank you. Mark, well, thank, thank you. you. And remember, folks, it's always better to game together. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks.
Thanks for listening.